Material Components. Episode 50, The City at the Center of Things. Greetings, and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers, how you doing? Doing good. good. Doing. Just, Yo. just doing. Better now. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Better yes. now. Uh, hey folks, I am Olivia. I will be playing Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. I'm Elliot, and I am playing Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer. I'm Michael, and I'm playing Sid Emberlight, Half-Elf Rogue. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. Indeed. And before we kick things off, let me ask the question I ask every time, which is... No? Just immediate no? Shake of the head there, Lisman? I, I got nothing. Okay, Do we know what happens next time? Do you know what's going to happen this time? No. No. I have, I have plans. I have some ideas, um, <laughs> considering where we're going. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, if, in any regard, I would like to ask, do you remember what happened last time? Oh. We'll leave that to, to y'all, because uh, last week was just a... It's just a big black void in my memory at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, we started heading towards Stormhaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to keep a low profile. Doing a pretty good job, except for the giant glowing elk. Yeah, eh, you know. Reindeer. We still have we still have to have a, a bit of pizzazz, you know what I yeah. mean? A little yeah. bit of showmanship, just so people know that we shouldn't be fucked with. Yeah, even though they keep doing it. They keep doing it. It's not, it's not working, but eventually it will. Um, and uh, kind of kind of like the bulk, I guess, of last session was us trying to figure out what we're going to do next. Because um, yeah. we had come upon some information separately that we brought together and kind of figuring out if we're going to go south or if we're going to go northeast. Um, and talking to Zenerva about that and, you know, recent cult activities. Yeah. All true things. Yes. Uh, every once in a while you need a, a, a session to debrief as characters, figure out where the, the story is taking you, what quests are on the table. And mm-hmm. in doing so, you sort of figured out precisely where you think you should be going on top of that, you debriefed each other, Netta, and the old mage herself. Yeah. While talking to Zenerva, you got off on a couple of sidetracks, uh, not yeah. least of which was a dressing down of one Darren Dunn as his, <laughs> uh, Cherish might say, a, a personal attack on her own matriarchal status uh, I mean, was like, brought into question. A little. <laughs> it wasn't not <laughs> Darren again seemingly under the impression that whoever wrote the letter that you carried with you since childhood was in fact dead and 
you and also his wife slash yeah. ex-wife also his and wife. also not my mom <laughs> right because to him that didn't make any sense yeah so of course it couldn't be true i mean it's how things are i don't know why it couldn't but um anyways because well because admittedly sorry mike no I just please go go for it go for it olivia admittedly he was not aware that cherish is from hell this is right. true and that, like, but like magic exists, so like anything's possible. Magic exists, and in fact, he uses that as an explanation for almost everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, it's magic. Yeah, like magic. It's magic. Whatever. It's fine. Um, now we go on a fifteen-minute tangent of doing our best impression. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, let's start with you. Some someday we'll find. <laughs> Someday there will be like an a quote unquote adults. I mean, I know all of our characters are like pretty much young adults now, but there will someday be an adult character that all four of us respect, and then the world will just implode. Yeah, is that possible? It, it is not <laughs> this day. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. Grawl, y'all are uh, young adults. Grawl's over here we, at twenty-seven years old, just like, do I mean nothing to you? Am I we nothing? don't. We don't respect like, the adult in our party. Yeah. No. Oh, he knows. <laughs> respect is such a weird word, you know? Yeah. <laughs> respect is earned, clearly. I, would, I had assumed you all respected Kalkan at a certain point. Oh, oh I love Kalkan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. No, that's fair. That's that's true. That's There's one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we got one adult one. in this whole valley that we <laughs> like and trust and respect. I mean, yeah. her and maybe Igor. Uh, I I love Igor, but I don't respect him. Yeah. <laughs> How old is Jeffathy? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that's a good. This is an important question that needs answering. Because like, I mean, right there, Jeffathy oh. is a spry twenty-two. Okay, okay, great. okay, cool. He's the best so of here. us. Yeah. So. <laughs> After your discussions with the old mage and Mm -hmm. after a brief palaver in which you had all decided that you think the best course of action is to head to Fair Aimsir, because if the goal going forward is going to be closing Realm Scars, that might be the best place to learn how to do that. Yeah. Also, you know, the the whole thing with there being a Realm Scar there and the fact that the cult is using a combination of a strange planar disturbance and the dire plague to create uber monstrosities you know yeah it's bad news not to mention all of the personal shit that sid and maybe uh, like maybe cherish has to figure out that has to do with fair aims here so yeah Yeah. that'll be fine it's gonna be great (sighs) though for now you head towards stormhaven the city at the center of all things here in the valley you've also learned that there that Stormhaven is not short of its own problems with right. the recent incineration of the mayor. The guilds of the city have started to squabble amongst themselves to decide who will be the Lord Mayor next. And while this would normally be a routine process, it seems that certain guilds within the city have become unsettled with their minor amount of uh, power in the city. And yeah, 
have decided to try to expand their influence. Hmm. So it is a time of unrest within Stormhaven. On top of all of that, there is apparently a serial killer loose in the city who is targeting nobles. God, I totally forgot about that part. There's so much happening. To, to which we're like, ah, it's a little lower on our list. <laughs> yeah. Nobles are go fine. to town. Yeah. Listen, they've had it pretty good for a while, so you know. Listen, you kill a whole you kill a whole town with like demon magic, we'll talk, but you, mm. we don't care about you. <laughs> you can keep going, sir. <laughs> or or ma'am. Or esteemed killer. <laughs> I tip my hat to you. Let's just point killer. him towards uh, uh, Atticus Carter and say, go to town. Yeah, he's got money. Yeah. Yes, this individual known as the Harrowman is apparently uh, instilling fear and slaughtering the nobles of Stormhaven with reckless abandon. God, I wish I could care more. <laughs> I just, I'm still stuck on a steamed killer. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, to the south... Beyond Fort Verge, near a place called the Amberfell Mines, the flooding that you'd heard about previously has progressed into full-on marshlands that have begun to creep out from the hills. And it's from those soggy depths that demons have apparently begun to spring and ravage the countryside, in league with that cult which you had mentioned so uh, before. Yeah, it's all fucked up. But Zenerva has said that agents from across the valley, uh, Thunder Guard and uh, all members of the Guardian Guilds, including the Edge Masons, the Haven Guard, uh, Bark Watch, perhaps now that it's a little soggy down there, maybe even the, the Lock Wardens. Um, <laughs> maybe the Rift Keepers. <laughs> uh, Rift Keepers included all seem to be flowing southward because that's the more obvious threat that's happening including one Agni Brandbearer, one of the mm -hmm. 12 Augur Bearers of the Jarashir, vaunted hero of the Scaled Council, and perhaps the only person alive who knew the true depths of Jeremiah Payne's heresies when he was known as Rashad. Mm -hmm. Eh. Yeah. All yep. of that aside, eh. <laughs> you are still headed towards Stormhaven. And it is on the night of the 21st of Ember, or perhaps the early morning of the 22nd, in which our young Miss Cherish Ironstrike had a very peculiar dream. Oh, yeah. In which our good, good friend, Robin Goodfellow, perhaps known as Puck, wanted to know what you knew about angels. As he is wont and, um, to do. I gave him a very literal answer, which. And okay, so you want to know some behind the curtain stuff? I've been I had been waiting for him to ask me that, and I had like prepared a whole speech about <laughs> what Cherish would know about angels from studying at the tower. And then you turned the whole situation on me, and I panicked, and I forgot most of it, <laughs> which was very fitting. And I think it went very like it was good. Like, it, it was... didn't go the way I wanted, but it was perfect. You panicked yeah, and you tried to melee attack him. Yeah, I'm trying to... I don't know what that horned figure was. 
does, does oh it was have... it was my dream self oh okay 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 okay, okay. right probably okay yeah I mean that's family. <laughs> uh... Don't make him angry. Jesus, it's like there's two, two of me. <laughs> I just, I just, I just want to know what's going on. Same. Uh, and then Puck uh, told me to seek out the Blood War. Mm. Uh. Uh. Treat with the Lord. Treat with of the Bator. Lord, the Lord of Bator, uh, and trust only that uh, them who would call you sister, and trust the child of Avernus. Yes, the child of Avernus, or children of Avernus. I forget the exact yeah. wording I used. Yeah, and I don't remember either. But um, yes, this all seems like weird stuff for like a fae to be saying. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem like Faye stuff that he's... Oh, well, I'm sure it's fine. It's probably nothing. It's yeah. probably nothing. Um, but Puck just... had one last message for you upon yeah. waking. Yeah! <laughs> because as you discovered his strange symbol-etched mask in your hands when you woke up, it immediately shattered to glimmering powder that spelled out a question on the ground upon the fresh-laden snow, sparkling in the wan starlight above you. It asked a very simple question, but one that rocked you to the foundations of your being. Do you remember what that question was? You think that thing is your forge bond? Referring to Maz. Do you think that thing you wear is a forge bound item? Yeah. I did. <laughs> I might still. The morning of the 22nd of Ember is a pale, cold winter morning. As you all find yourselves waking up, having gotten whatever rest you could in the night, you know that if you press yourselves, a day's travel will get you to the edge of Stormhaven. And even now, in the morning light in the distance, you can see the dark smudge of the city on the horizon. And it's only going to get bigger from here. Cherish, your night was probably a restless one after your watch ended. I don't know if there was any immediate reactions you might have had to that question. I mean, on the one hand, like, who is this guy? Like, okay, neat, you asked a weird question. Like, does not have to believe you? Like, like, like who, like, like, what are you to me? Literally nothing. Um, but on the other hand, because we have talked out of character about who has Forge Bond items and who does not. Uh, right. In terms of heritage. This is correct. Not, not in terms of, like, physically having one, girl. I know you don't have one. 
but like you have one. You know? Oh no. Uh, but yes, something that has come up is that there are certain species within the valley that do not form forge bonds. And there's no and, real explanation as to why, right? Uh, it's actually, that's not true. It is, <clears throat> they are influenced by other planes. Right. Yes. Right. So is that something that, is that knowledge that I would have in character? Or am I going to have to go suss this out? I think that would require a history check on your part to see if it is knowledge your character would have or have figured out at this point. Yeah. History, history, history. First roll yeah. tonight. Uh, not looking good. Not looking good. That's not a seven. That's the other number on the dice that looks like a seven. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Starting off right. <clears throat> yeah, you don't know. There's definitely something about these particular species that makes them different. But in this moment of mild panic, you maybe can't put it together that what's what the tether is between the different species that have forged bonded items. Okay. Okay, well, I have stuff I want to do in Stormhaven anyway, so I'll maybe put that on the list. Of, why wouldn't Maz be my forge bond item? So yes, you all find yourselves awake in the morning. Grawl, was there anything you accomplished during the night? Um, I wanted to do some research. Um... God, I had this in my head earlier, and now I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, since us talking, I don't think me trying to figure out Omotep's spiel is going to work out favorably, or at least result in any sort of like actual findings. Um, oh, look, a natural 20 always happens. Right. Do I trust it? <laughs> I'm looking at my dice expectedly. Uh, um... No, um, I'm going to see what I can find out about the archive specifically. I would like to do some research in the archive about the archive. Interesting. Okay. Give me an investigation roll. Okay, minus one to this. Well, uh, I rolled a one, so. <laughs> Fuck. Why? <laughs> What do you mean, why? Because the gods why? don't like me. <laughs> As you delve into the dream archive, you, as always, feel Mott's presence nearby, though never see the creature per se. While studying, looking for particulars, you eventually find a, a path of research that you begin to go down that speaks of the archive. Reading of this place, you learn that it was a a vast repository of knowledge in a city called Mu. It was eventually swallowed by a massive shifting in the continents, and uh, it is said that if researchers can find this library, they will uh, gather great technological secrets of this lost civilization. 
Hmm. Okay. How did I get that with a one? Nothing you're reading is describing the place you visit. Oh, okay. okay. You're researching the okay. wrong archive. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes way more sense now. But you think you're on something. Oh, great. Cool. <laughs> it's Girl's a smart, smart guy. It, it's one of those, like, separation of degrees things where, like, if you go off in the wrong direction by a, a, even a single degree, eventually the radial just gets wider and wider and wider until you're so far away from what you had originally intended. Damn it, Grawl. Damn it. <laughs> it's it's the Wikipedia, like, click where you're, like, trying to research something, but then you just start clicking on random Wikipedia links, and then right. you're like, snails? I know everything about snails. Why? <laughs> Why was I having to research Poland in the 1960s? But I know a yes. lot about snails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, alrighty then. Okay, so you wake up. Netta and Darren Dunn still uh, gathering themselves with you as you begin to set out for your last day of travel before you reach the big city. Is there anything you would like to accomplish on the day's travel? Um, hmm. Because otherwise there's really nothing separating you from Stormhaven except for a long stretch of empty road in which you may pass or be passed by other travelers. Yeah, I don't think I have anything I want to do. I... Hey, uh, I, I have a question. Uh, Cherish? Hmm? I don't know how to put this. Is there a way that when we get into combat, you don't throw yourself at really tough enemy. And I know that it sounds like I'm nagging you and I get it, but I've wasted a lot of healing potions on you. And like, I you don't know, think I'm, I'm saving them for myself. I'm trying to save them for myself. I don't have any healing magic. Obviously. I mean, honestly, the advantage of having a spellcaster in the party is that they can, you know, stay, away from really dangerous stuff that might you know hit them into unconsciousness a from, lot from nearby <laughs> there's a four-winged raven that gives a derisive squawk <laughs> <laughs> asshole <laughs> yeah i get it okay great i'll be i won't do that anymore fine whatever i get it i'm not i'm not trying to be a dick about it i'm I'm, I guess we don't really have tactics. You know what I mean? Like, like us as a group. Oh, yeah. We don't have a this battle coming, plan. This, this coming from a guy who backflips from enemy to enemy without even, you know, telling anyone. I mean, but the thing is, I have uh, methods of keeping myself from dying. Obviously, you know, I'm I'm supposed to be in the front lines, but. <sighs> Yeah, I look. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a dick about it. I'm just. I'm a little concerned because uh, you're my friend, and I don't want you to die. Um, so I, I don't really know what to do about it. 
other than bring it up. So here I am bringing it up. Okay, well, I think that up until the inn, I was actually doing a fairly good job of that, but I guess not. Um, I, Sid, you were drunk. You were completely, it seemed that you were incapable of like doing anything. And I didn't, I didn't, well, had no way of knowing that. And I, you are also my friend and I also didn't want you to die. So we were sort of at an impasse on that one. It's a fair point. Uh, but the, here's the thing. It may have appeared that I was intoxicated, but in actuality, it was more of a, 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 a facade that I was putting on. I, that is know. not true. You don't know anything, Stormpiercer. You've never been drunk. I know quite a bit, and I know the tremble in your hand when you are inebriated and trying to wield my glory. Well, here's the thing. So, like, I'm very good. So When you're sober. Yes. So even me at half... uh, Okay, wait wait, wait a second. When did this start becoming about me? I thought we were... (laughs) I thought we were talking about Cherish here. Well, you decided to throw stones while standing in your glass house. Yes. I, I don't have a house. It seems that's very insensitive. Yeah, he's homeless. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but... It's a, it's a turn of phrase. What... I don't know what that means. What, what spells do you have? Um... Is this conversation happening like before you mount up and start moving, or is this happening while you're riding? I think this riding? is on horseback. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Please That's how I'm. That is hundred yeah. percent how I'm seeing this happen. Okay. Excellent. I have yeah. Two shield cards. I have two shield cards. Anyway, I'm not gonna say shield though because I don't. Cherish would not admit to forgetting that she could use a spell ever, ever. Yeah, that's fine. Um. <laughs> You know, I go a lot. Like, I, I can do a lot. Okay, okay. Like, I have a lot of stuff I can do. And a lot of it is very cool. And... Hey, I've seen you be awesome. And you've been instrumental in a lot of the fights. So, like, that, I'm not trying to say that you aren't contributing. I'm not trying to say that you're not a helpful member of the team. That is definitely not true. You can do some shit that I can't even possibly imagine doing. What I'm saying is, like... It's really scary when you... When you go down. I'm sorry. I'm trying to stay positive about all of this stuff, but... Sometimes I think I'm just not going to live through it anyway, so. What's the point? If I go down, I go down. One day it'll be for good. So you should try to not make that be a useless battle in an inn where we're attacked by 
random assassins. I mean, maybe none of us are going to survive this, but... I'm going to survive this. Grawl's Grawl, Grawl, going course, to survive Grawl, this. Grawl, of course, yeah. is going to survive this. But Grawl and cockroaches. That will be... <laughs> there'll be nothing of the valley. And I will have a legion of cockroaches, and I stay, the, the world will quake before me. What world? The rebel... Wait, the rebel cockroach? Are there rebel cockroaches in this world? I don't know why that can't be. Anyways, anyways, that's the type of thing. <laughs> Back no, to I'm, you. No, I'm kind of more interested in this cockroach army. Uh, yeah. Scenario. Who's the leader of the cockroach rebels? As the day moves on, the the bitter cold begins to abate mildly as you move. It seems though with proximity to the city there is not a warmth but less cold, I guess. It's it's difficult to explain. It seems like the closeness of the city almost radiates its own little warmth to it. It's not getting warm, per se, but it's just getting less cold. Like, the wind chill is maybe a little bit less harsh. Mm -hmm. Once you get past noon, when you break and water your horses and stretch for a little bit, looking into the distance, you can easily see the shape of Big Dragon waiting for you down the road. All of you would know this statue with at least some degree of familiarity. You've passed it enough times over the years. It is a humongous statue of a dragon which sits on the road leading west out of Stormhaven. Is it? Does it depict? Do I know if it depicts a specific dragon, or is it just a dragon? Uh, most people say that it depicts Pyrescale. I've seen Pyrescale in dragon form. Does it actually look like him? Uh, give me a history roll. Oh, hey. we only saw baby Pyrescale. No, we saw him fly away. He flew away, yeah. yeah oh, from, right, from right, right, yeah. We just uh, saw him. Okay. 17. Thinking back on it now, and now that you've seen Pyrescale in the flesh, you would know that Big Dragon actually bears no physical resemblance to Pyrescale himself. Hmm. I don't Uh, think it's him. Statue's not fat enough. Like, the the horns don't curve correctly, the wings are sort of all wrong, the, the, the makeup of the dragon's physiology isn't quite right. Like, if this was a statue of Pyre scale, it's from somebody who's never seen him before. Guess that's possible. Uh, Is it a good but statue? It's an uh, amazing statue. Okay. M- merely by the, due to the fact that it is humongous and really doesn't have anything similar to it throughout the city outside of four other statues, hmm. uh, which are vaguely similar in terms of age and size. It's so old that many of the details have been worn away in terms of, like, the fine detail work of scales or eyes, but it is unmistakably a dragon with four huge legs, wings, a curving neck, and giant lizard-like head. And is it known to predate sort of the valley as it is now? Like, before the last 500 years? You know that it predates the founding of Stormhaven. All of the 
primal statues do. There are four... Uh, well, technically there are five primals within the city. Uh, those are what the huge statues within the city are called. There's one at each cardinal direction, and there's one at the center. Hmm. And Big Dragon just happens to be the one at the western edge of the city. So, back when the city was founded, most of these statues were well outside of the city limits. But urban sprawl right. has sort of caught up with where a lot of these statues are now. And there's there's one in the city itself? Well, technically, at this point, they're all in the city. Well, yeah. Uh, there is one inside Old Haven. Uh, what what statue is that? Uh, most people refer to it as the Old Mage. It is oh. a huge, vague, wizard shape that everyone just says is a statue of the Old Mage. Hmm. It's almost certainly not true. Right. Yeah. It's the older mage. <laughs> the eldest mage. Yeah. Vague wizard shape. I mean, it looks vaguely like the old mage. It has a very similar looking like staff and it's wearing some ornate robes, but the features are worn away by time. Right. And that also predates the city. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's in a neighborhood called Mage's Square that is in the right. center of Old Haven. Right. But yeah, you can see the outline, the shape of Big Dragon from a ways out from the city. It is much taller than any of the surrounding buildings in Dustwater, which is the district you'll be entering. Oh, Dustwater. Very nice. Dustwater is by far the largest, at least by pure, like, square footage district in Stormhaven. Hmm. It stretches north and south away from the Havenflow River, which cuts through the middle of the city. Mm. Continuing to press on through the day, the city gets larger and larger. Big Dragon is a constant direction for you to follow. Once the sun begins to set and the hour of stormlight comes upon you, you can see that the glow of the city is ruining any brilliant night sky you might be seeing. The lights inside Stormhaven are constant. The city never sleeps, not truly. The area of dust water is a fairly low, sprawling, suburban uh, district. No building ever really rises above three stories at most, as opposed to in Old Haven, where tenements and office buildings have risen to five to ten stories in a much higher like density. Before the city sort of sprawled outwards, they built up. But as you are approaching the city in the cover of twilight, you know that the, the first big roadhouse in the city is just across the road from Big Dragon, and it is the Dragon's Gaze Inn. Um. The road, as you approach the city, gets wider and more thoroughly uh, cobbled. Um, about, I would say... 
10 miles out from the city is when the cobbles sort of stop and just seed themselves to a packed dirt road. Mm. But you're quickly onto cobble streets as you are moving into the city. The main thoroughfare of Stormhaven is a broad, wide uh, road that stretches into the city and lead towards o Old Haven. But it would be another... Three, six, be another, like, 15 hours of travel to reach the gates of Old Haven from the edge of Dustwater. That's, like, the length of Manhattan. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, Stormhaven is huge. Yes. She big. Especially <sighs> Dustwater. Okay, so... I guess now that we're in a city, we gotta kind of figure out what our plan is in terms of, like, lodging. Do we just... Do we just throw up our hands and say, fuck it, and whoever we... <laughs> whatever building we're staying in is gonna get <laughs> attacked, or do we try to find the rowdiest <laughs> establishment so that maybe they're not too mad when anything happens? I mean, do we want to look for Delilah at all? Oh, not that one. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. No, 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 um, not the, ra the rowdy in thing, not... I, I, I'd like to look for Talila. That would be... I don't know if fun's the right word, but... We'll probably get a discount if we're heading there. Oh, what, the Wandering Rose? Yeah. That's all the way in Mason's way. Yeah, and yeah. the last time we were at the Wandering Rose, there was literally an assassin. Yeah. Right. They'd never expect us to go back. The Wandering Rose is sort of at the edge of Dustwater in Mason's way on the southern edge there. Uh, it is just south of a large prison called uh, Brackish Court. Mm -hmm. But that would also take us like another, what? An easy day of travel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. hmm. So yeah, this conversation is happening as you're approaching the, the outer limits of the city. You can see you're quickly finding yourself under the lights of lanterns that are little uh, glass boxes that have tiny little flickering magic lights in them. They're, See, now, they're not as like, lamp lights warm. are normal. Yeah, they're not quite as warm as the, the living wicks of Wickmore's Landing, uh, but they are automatic and they are powered by magic. Just as effective and like 110% less creepy. Would you say they're automatic? I would, in fact. I cannot, fact. I cannot cool. disagree with you, Morrison. They're, they're, they're alive. There's the whole city is alive. I mean, this whole city's alive. It's it's a it's a huge bustling. Yeah, <laughs> very good. I, I yes, I did see that musical growl. It's very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> stirs the heart. Mm -hmm. As you're getting closer to the city, the traffic around and near the road. Uh, starts getting thick. There's no like checkpoint in the city per se, but there's plenty of people who don't want to bother like actually leaving the safety of the city before heading out. And so there's like this makeshift uh, patchwork of camps along the exterior of the city. Mm. They're semi-permanent. It's not like a slum or anything, but it's definitely like a uh, bivouac situation for a lot of people that don't necessarily want to spend money on an inn, but don't want to get far enough away from the city to actually, like, find themselves in danger out in the wilds. Yeah. So I think what we 
need to figure out before we figure out lodging is mm-hmm. what exactly we're going to do in Stormhaven. Are we staying here for a while? Are we literally just passing straight through and then going, you know, whichever way we're going fair to Fairyams here? Are we going to try to... I mean, we're going to be roped into some nonsense, I'm sure, but... Uh-huh. That's just by virtue of that's who we are. Well, here's yeah. the thing, Tirsa. Even if we just head straight through, it's going to take a couple of days to get through the city. No, exactly. So, are, but I, are we trying to spend as little time in the city as possible? If so, we should just get as far as we can and then find an inn. I have to fix I have to fix Maz while we're here. And I have a connection in terms of a jeweler, but there she's in Nightside, so I can't do anything about it now, but Nightside? Yeah, I, I apprenticed under her for uh one of the years I was here. Damn. Even I didn't go into Nightside. That place is fucked up. Yeah, but she's, I think she's the best jeweler in the city, so. I mean, that's very possible, but, oof, nightside. Um, yeah, okay. and I was only like 14, so thinking about it, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you probably should be dead. <laughs> um, okay, so you want to oh. make a stop there, that's cool. Um, I have a few things I'd like to do. Um but I don't think we need to stay too long necessarily. Does anybody else need anything while we're here? Hmm. Netta is just following Tirza at this point. Um, she doesn't have any particular place to go other than stay by Tirza's side. Uh, and in fact, does not like this place very much. No. <clears throat> If if she was going to go anywhere, she would go to the Wandering Rose, just because she knows the innkeeper there very well. Um, oh, we could also uh, uh, take a trip to Duskwalker Imports and Exports. DM. TM. Thank you, Grawl. Yeah, you're welcome. I don't know what that means, but it seems like it's very important to Omatep. <laughs> I mean, he yeah, he keeps it every insisting. Time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if anyone asks him, Darren Dunn says he's going to try to press on as quickly as possible towards Enclave. Mm. Nobody asks. No. Um, <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> He seems you know, to be under the impression that he is needed up at at Fair Ames here, and that he was instructed to meet some people at Enclave. Yeah, no, that's... Who are you, uh... Do what he's gotta do. Who are you meeting up at uh, Enclave? You're having this conversation as you're wandering into the, the, the city proper, under the shadow yeah. of Big oh. Dragon. Yeah, quick question. Is this a ride-your-horses city, or is this a... Uh, you're an asshole if you ride your horse city. 
If you're riding your horses, you're probably doing so on the main thoroughfares. If you get off onto some of the side streets and start riding around, you kind of look pompous. If you're, mm. like, moving through some of the footpaths on a horse, you look like an asshole. Right. So it depends entirely on where you stick to in terms of riding or walking. Probably stick to the main thoroughfares then. Yeah. For now, at least, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you ask Darren who he's meeting at Enclave. Mm-hmm. Um, he would say, like, riding about, like, a foot and a half below you, just, like, on the back of his donkey, sort of, like, swaying back and forth as you're tottering into town. Um, you're passing this huge blue-roofed three-story inn that's right across the, the main thoroughfare from Big Dragon, called the Dragon's Gaze Inn. Uh, it is a huge... Inn that works as a uh, a way station for people going in and out of the city. Uh, it is like a sprawling three-story, like Moulin Rouge-sized, just like uh, gigantic inn, almost a hotel even. Uh, what is the type of clientele that usually is it Moulin Rouge clientele? <laughs> yeah, uh, sexy clientele. It, it, it's the Dragon's Gaze has. Offerings for all sorts. Uh, hmm. It is one of the largest, I'm not going to say classiest, but it is one of the more, like, if you're passing in and out of the city, you're probably going to be passing by or in to the Dragon's Gaze. So they cater to all sorts. Uh, the varieties of entertainment they offer are varied and lavish. Uh, there is a small casino in the back of this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 the show floor is, uh, lively, to say the least. Look down, you're a girl's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think if I've been, have I been to the Dragon's Gaze before? Maybe? I mean, it's, it's like a tourist attraction, essentially, for oh. anyone who lives in the city. I was just about to say, yeah, it sounds like something you'd be too cool for. Mm, but it also or poor for. Yeah, it also sounds right uh, like a great place to maybe pick some pockets. It would be that, mm. though, if you're ever caught, you are <laughs> summarily tossed over to the Haven Guard, whose primary headquarters is not far from here. Oh, well, then, no, I probably wouldn't then. Uh, or at least their field headquarters. Technically, officially, their headquarters is in Hall Hill because they are a guardian guild. But their right. tactical headquarters is here in Dustwater. There's a there's a fair amount of uh, uh, Haven Guard uh, in Dustwater, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but you ask Darren who he's meeting at Enclave, right? And uh, he will say that he was told to meet a uh, a team of Rift Keepers there. Oh, cool. Who are apparently going to embark towards fair aims here and he's supposed to try to help them get to the city well i don't see why we why we shouldn't escort you up there and maybe assist these rift keepers or more accurately have them assist us uh what are the, what are the names of these uh individuals and he just shrugs and says uh i don't know cool as helpful as usual <laughs> Look, my 
Look, if they've got like the silver pocket watch and stuff, it's like you know who they are, right? Sure. Yeah, I'm just wondering. You know, I'm a, I'm a pretty new addition to this, you know, Riftkeeper thing. Uh, it seems there's like no real communication that happens between the Riftkeepers. There's not really like a structure, as far as I can tell. There isn't really a pay system, which I was really disappointed about. Um, I'd love to have a little bit more change to, you know, well, it's up, like upgrade made. The Riftkeepers are like, they do other stuff and then they're like Riftkeepers on top of that. It's not like, a job job, yeah? Because there's not uh, always rifts to keep. Gotcha. Though, okay. right now is a bit of an exception to that rule, I guess. Yeah, sure, sure. So there, so there's... You're not a rift keeper, are you? Uh, not... You do it, have a pocket watch, correct? I think I've seen that. And he'll, like, pat himself down and be like, oh, fuck. And like look, looking around, he'll like keep patting, and then like ah ah ah, and he'll like pull from around his neck, like hanging at the back of his shirt from up behind his back. He'll pull a watch and be like, "Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, I've got one." Yeah, so proud. Uh, you know, Darren, there's some pretty good uh, spots of levity, spots of of mirth and drinking, and and uh, I'm surprised you want to get through the city so fast. Uh, look, I mean, I've got all the wine I need. It's there's plenty of great stuff here in the city, sure. But you know, I'm I've got we've got a job to do, right? Yes. Whatever that is. Well, I've got to go to Enclave and meet those rift keepers and help them get to the fair aims here. And if I can look after you and your friends while we're doing it, then that's all the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. But if you're gonna be spending some time here in the city, I might just push on and maybe meet you up at the, uh, at Enclave, yeah? Yeah, I, I don't think we're planning on staying too long. Um, probably just passing through. Um, although there are a few... St- few things i think some of us would like to do but I, I don't imagine it taking too long um so yeah we'll see cool yeah good good talk darren <laughs> so how far do you press into the city before you try to find lodgings you're just past sunset now it is nighttime Though the city is bustling and active. To either side of you, there you see low one and two story buildings. This isn't like a shopping district of any real nature. Uh, The area you're passing through now is a lot of tenement housing, and uh, just north of you, uh, the Haven Flow runs swift through this chunk of the city, flowing to the northwest. So there's, like, fisheries and canneries up there as well. Um, I mean, he gone. Sid uh, just runs off, and we're like, just, you're, you're the only one who <laughs> Uh. Um, I just lost it. I think, I mean... We could continue for another 
couple of hours and then find a place. I mean, okay. I, I, Mike, do you have a map of Stormhaven? Do I? Yes, I have. Several. Oh boy! Um, I, I mean, I knew, I knew that was less of a. That was more of a rhetorical. Like, sure. can you show me a map of Stormhaven? Uh, I would love to. Um, if can I you can. put it in the chat? Yeah, I will try to. I will endeavor to do that right now. Um, would you like to have one with a grid pattern or one without a grid pattern? So the grid pattern, as my map of Stormhaven, and for all of our listeners out there, you can go to the materialcomponentsrpg.com to see... Listman's computer just froze, by the, the way. The map of Stormhaven. Good to know. Um, the gridded version of the map, which I am sharing with all of you now, uh, is meant to convey the scale of Stormhaven. For each square on the grid is about three hours worth of travel. Yikes. Yes. Um, Dang. Yeah, Stormhaven is a big, big place. And like I said to our listeners, you can go to materialcomponentsrpg.com to see the same map that I am sharing with all of my players right now. With a hidden message somewhere inside the map. <laughs> somewhere in the map. So where's Waldo? Uh, so, if you see on the western edge of the map there, you can see Big Dragon, that big statue as well as the Dragon's Gaze Inn, which is that large blue-roofed building just across from it. The main thoroughfare leads directly into the city, following the course of the Haven Flow, eventually crossing a bridge over through the walls of Old Haven. Depending on your course of action, the fastest way to the northern road leading out of the city would be the immediate left-hand turn up and skirting the edge of the city, or continuing deeper into Dustwater, where you'd take a another left, leading up a place that that road there is called the Hallow Road. Hmm. It leads through a large mixed culture graveyard that borders Dustwater and Green Terrace. Fun. Spooky. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll find Delilah there. Yeah, that uh, that graveyard is called Willow Crest, or Willow Rest, I should say. Sorry. It is by no means the largest graveyard in the city, but it is a big one. The largest graveyard in the city, of course, being the Queen's Court, which dominates a large chunk of the northern. S- bit of night side mm-hmm. oh that is a big that's like yeah. a di- that's like a hours long that's like montparnasse in paris yeah it's crazy mm-hmm. yes i mean uh, my great my great 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 aunt is buried in montparnasse i don't know it's fun fact nice <laughs> so yes depending on how you wanted to navigate through the city there are several ways like I said, the fastest way is probably to take the Hallow Road uh, straight up into Green Terrace and then totally bypass Old Haven. The other way you could go is going directly towards the center of the city, towards the middle of Old Haven, and then cutting northwards, skirting Hall Hill, and then back up through Green Terrace. Yeah. And there is no... Yeah, I, I mean... Cherish, this this chick is like... Somewhere you 
you can get to in Nightside. I mean, you know I where she is. Presumably. Oh, yeah, I absolutely. Went through, I went there, like, every day for, I mean, not a whole year, but, like... It's just, like, soup. Soups. So, the, the shop that you Spooky. apprenticed at was on a road called Daisy Chain Lane, which runs mm-hmm. up through uh, Nightside towards the, the Queen's Court Graveyard. Mm-hmm. It's called that for its abundance of flower and jewelry shops that people frequent to buy uh, little trinkets for those they wish to, like, scatter on the graves of the dead up at the Queen's Court. Yeah. That's which, so spooky. I love it. Yeah, which I love of the, it. Which of the cemeteries would I be more familiar with? Uh, pro- I mean, you're asking a very pointed question here, I'm assuming. I, I am. Mm-hmm. I guess probably that would depend entirely on who was responsible for burying Angela. Right. Yeah. If it was the city, she would have ended up in the Queen's Court. If it was, if somebody took care of it privately, she could have re- ended up in Willow Rest. I guess I don't know personally who was responsible for it, but um, I have been there before. Right. Um, so where is it? Mm, uh, n- not the city. It was a it was a private person. Um, so maybe the Willow, uh, Willow's Rest. Okay. So she ended up in Willow Rest. Yeah. Like I said, Willow Rest is a fairly large graveyard that borders Green Terrace and Dustwater to the north of you. Mm-hmm. So, where is what is your heading? So, the thing is, and this is actually related to some D&D math that I did at work the other day. So, I can cover... 40 miles in three hours if I polymorph into an eagle three times. Okay. Which is the amount of times that I can use a fourth level spell in terms of how many spell slots I have and using sorcery points to re-up them, etc, etc. Mm-hmm. So could I could I like get myself from Dustwater to Nightside in like less than a day probably? Easy, yes. With that yeah. amount of speed. Yeah. Especially the big thing when considering moving through the city is that none of it's straight shots. It's all moving through roads and around people. So all of my travel time calculations within the city assume that you're A, on foot, and B, moving through the city as it was meant to be moved through. If you decide to go up and over, that accelerates things quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. So, like... I could just go do that tomorrow, then. And then come find us? Yeah. What would I know about air travel over the city? Is that allowed? Are, they, it- gonna, are they gonna stop an eagle? Are you <laughs> The kidding? symbol of freedom? <laughs> no, I just mean like a rant, like an animal, like oh, hey, that eagle, it doesn't have a permit? Like, what are you talking about? Uh, I think people are aware that polymorph is a spell that exists in the world. Yes. Yeah, and how are they gonna- well, I guess detect magic, maybe, but, like, this is an absurd- okay, I want to fall- I want to follow down this- this track of Mm -hmm. thought, because it's crazy, but also it's absurd, and I don't know why we're talking about it. Sky Uh, I'm just just saying, it might be- 
if it's not if people are not allowed to fly over the city, it might be a bad idea to do it, which is why I'm asking. Sid, you would know that air travel is a thing in the city. There are companies that specialize in getting people to and from sections of the city very, very quickly. Huh. Okay. There are such a thing as air coaches, which people can hire. They are essentially big boxes, like a carriage, with either one large or several smaller flying carpets strapped to their bottom. Ooh. That is hilarious. That sounds so dangerous. I and love it. Alternatively, there are also several companies based out of Green Terrace, which hire out shape-shifting druids to also fly people around the city. Okay. Gotcha. So you should That's be good cool. to go then. Adorable. That being said... You need a permit. absurd. I... You've got to be fucking kidding me. Do I have to go to the DMV or some shit? <laughs> there is a... The, the Hostlers and Transporters Guild strictly enforces uh, air travel in and around the city. Yeah, hey, Cherish. Fuck? Hey, Cherish, but, get uh, fucked. What the fuck? Yeah, this is I, in Blue Gulch, my dude. I was <laughs> born... Con country I was mouse. Born, I was born incredibly powerful and magical and special, and you're telling me that I don't get to use my incredible, powerful, special powers to propel myself across a city for free? What is this? What is this? Diplomatic immunity? Yes. It's, it's, I'm it's, from hell. I'll kill all of you. You know what? Fuck it. Kill I'm chaotic you evil I'm now. From hell. <laughs> this is my villain origin story. Bureaucracy. Oh Someone told you no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sid, give me a history roll. Okay. It's oh, funny cool. that you hate bureaucracy because you are from hell. Yeah. Which? Well, that's why I hate it so much. I'm, oh, I'm rebelling. 17 again. I keep rolling oh, 18. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you would know that, uh, and this is maybe something you know because of some illicit dealings, that the guild can't really crack down on you unless you're trying to make money off what you're doing. Okay. So, so yeah. long as Cherish doesn't offer anyone rides in exchange for money, it's probably fine. I say that, I say as much to Cherish. Yeah, and I'm. This is all in character, by the way. Cherish oh, yeah. yelling about the injustice of it all. How are they? Do they do they have like detect magic, like people flying through the air all the time to figure out who's like this is stupid. I'm gonna do it anyway, and I don't care if I go to jail. Then fine, I'll set it on fire. Sid, another thing you would know is that the Haven Guard in Stormhaven is perfectly equipped to deal with magic users. That's like a thing they specialize in. Yeah, it's it's a big problem here in the city, um, being able to handle magic users. Uh, they're I mean, gonna have to. They're gonna have to. Ha they're gonna like I that I don't. Okay, I'm incensed. I'm incensed. <laughs> you can't even speak. It's I it's can't even ridiculous. speak. <laughs> um, this is actually another thing I've been thinking about. I can. That that would have to be some shit. Because, like, I can do a surprising amount of stuff without, like, without Maz. Like, I can do a surprising amount of magic without her. Something you Ooh. would definitely know, all of you would know this, is that, like, common lore holds that the Guardian Guilds are given special equipment that was designed and 
basically created by the old mage and or the wizards and magic users that have studied under her. So all of the guardian guilds are basically supplied with the best of the best magical and or anti-magical technology that exists. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is actually something I have been thinking about because, I don't know, I'm paranoid. Um, like, lock wardens all I, tend to have cloaks that let them breathe underwater, and, like, the the edge mm-hmm. masons have their big old weapons that let them yeah. do that earth glide thing. So yeah. Uh, that Then join uh, the lock, uh, lock wardens, Grawl, I'm, if you no, want no, a cloak see, that lets you breathe thing. underwater. Here's the thing. Grawl's gonna be like, I will join all of them. Because <laughs> they'll be like, no, you can't do that. But here's the thing. I can lie. It's and pretty, go invisible. It's a pretty mm-hmm. solid plan you got there, Grawl. Yeah. Yep. Um. Okay. Oh shit! What was I gonna say? Anyway. Fine. Great. Right. I'm just. I'm learning so much about the city, and I hate it. Cherish, hate you do what you want, but just give. I'm just giving you a heads up. Okay. That's. It is good to know. Yeah. I won't offer anyone a ride for money. I'll just fly myself across like is there a guardian is there a guild that's like oh you're not allowed to walk with your friends across the city because you're doing it when the, no one's the friendship guilds guild. yeah. mm-hmm. guild. the walking guild oh you're getting yourself around the city you actually have nobody, to register nobody's most getting relationships money. Uh. yeah um, Let's find somewhere to sleep. I'm tired. I'm grumpy. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Sorry, it's 10 a.m. Grumpy. Is, is there it's a? Not 10 a.m. It's, it's not nighttime. 10 a.m. Uh, is that detective who we knew from or we met in Wickmore's Landing? He's from. We don't know we that. We don't know a damn thing about that man. Okay. No. Uh, Never mind. Yeah. We yeah, know that he been... exists. Yeah. <laughs> that is about it. We know he exists and that we he... We all keep forgetting to ask. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, we the last time once. he had you in a cage, and the second time, yeah, you he didn't He got up and left himself. before he... Yeah. yeah. The three things Which... we know about him. He exists, he smokes cigars, and mm-hmm. he has a wife. Right. And he could have been lying about that last one. Uh... All the three things. Yeah. Okay. He's actually like the most normal character I think we've met. Yeah. Yeah. You also know that he is a member of the Rift Keepers. Oh, that's true. We did piece. Yeah. We could. We like. Yeah, we could piece that together. Because well, the yeah, because we saw his the code watch. and the yeah. code thing and the code thing. Yeah. Just saying, okay, it so might be where... might be a good idea to check in. But are we uh, saying? Which, like, if he is a rift keeper and he just didn't help us with that whole thing that went down, I'm, I'm what a, a little, dick. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about that. A little, uh, a little miffed. Yeah, yeah, miffed is the right word. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be fair, you didn't go to him for help. No. That is true. You but murdered well, we someone in the trying, street, and then we he was doing his oh, no, no, no. job. I didn't. I didn't mean. I didn't mean that time. That <laughs> right, time, I murdered someone. Time. The second, so, when actually, we murdered a half dragon thing. Before before right. we started recording, right. I oh, was right, going right. to mention to you, Reed, that I can no longer make fun of you for forgetting things because I suddenly violently at work the other day came to the realization that I still have Lucrezia's 
chains rolled up in my bag. I've just been carrying them. Yeah, you have. Like a no. weird, like a weird, weird murder trophy. Mm-hmm. Wait. Mm, wait a second. Okay, we need to. S- okay. No. Okay, I'm going to mm. say that Cherish, having keen I- mind, also suddenly and violently remembers this. Um, <laughs> like, oh, I'm glad you are. Just pulls on the reins and is like, Tirza. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> you You never got rid of Lucrezia's weapon, did you? What What do you mean? I the the chains. No, I we never f- figured out what No, I didn't get rid of them. Is there a way that they would be able to track us with that? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Well. Hey. Okay. Okay. Mis- mystery solved. <laughs> <laughs> they were able to find us before we had them. Not so quickly. Not as quickly, though, and not. Hmm. Yeah. Not as quickly. Hmm. Hmm. Because, because, right? We've determined that my bounty and the cult are, and my bounty, my hell bounty, and the regular bounty from the cult are two different things. Hmm. Uh, probably, maybe, hopefully, <laughs> hard to say. Yeah. Um. So we need to. Wow, we need to. Hmm. There's, there's a lot to unpack. I think the first thing we. Well, hmm. What do we do about Literally. this? <laughs> We here's the thing. We could sell it to <gasps> Omatep, make a little scratch, and buy some other things that we need, and then that yes. will just be like done with. So, but yeah. then if they're tracking them and go to Omatep, that's bad. Bad. I mean, he acquires things from all over the place. I I wouldn't. We could tell him just be sure to get rid of it extra quick. Sure, I'm sure. Give he... me an Arcana roll. Yes. I am sure Omatep deals with. Potentially need dangerous. Need to fix uh, my fucking bracelet. <laughs> oh, uh, Mass is back. You can get advantage on this if you want. What? Yeah, Mass is back. Wouldn't okay, the last Maz couple times last time. I had asked, he said no. So I for very specific purpose, for very specific reasons, this is true. Okay. Well, I still want to fix her. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> That's a nat twenty. In your mind, Maz will say... I'm so glad I said this out loud. (laughs) The shop does not exist on this reality. If they're using locate object, they will not be able to find the location of the chains. Hmm. Hmm. You could store them in the idiot's bag and they would still not be able to find them. (gasps) Oh! (laughs) She very... Almost calls Sid says hey idiot, but doesn't. <laughs> Sid, um yes. uh the bag, the bag of holding. Yes. Um it's technically not on this in this reality. So We're if they try tried... right here. Okay, no, the inside stop. of the But base. the inside of it, yeah. Just yeah. come on. Come on, dude. You, I know you're smarter than that. Magic. Um I didn't. I just thought it fit a bunch of stuff. I didn't know it was like a separate. Because it puts them in a different. Anyway. <sighs> that, makes se- that makes sense. I that know. Makes it's sense. literally that a pocket fun. dimension. Mm. Cool. Huh, if we wow. put the chains in there, they won't be able to find them. I mean, we should do that now and then find somewhere to rest so that 
you know, we're kind of putting some distance between if they cast locate object right now and they're seeing where we are. Right. Um, we should do that now and then book it to whatever the next inn or lodging is. How about this? Uh, we go. We... Is it a different thing from what I said? Because I'm <laughs> no, 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 like... no. I, I, I'm guessing. <laughs> Karish, I'm yes anding you. I'm okay. yes sure I swear because... that I'm yes anding you. <laughs> okay. So we stop right now. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we go to uh, somebody stays with the horses. You and I, or whoever has the chain, you and I go to a back alley so that I we can remove the chains from Tears's bag, put it in my bag without anyone like seeing. And then we okay. go on our merry way. How does that That's sound? a good idea. That's Great. a good idea. Cool. So let's find an alley that looks, you know. Mostly uh, deserted. Mostly deserted. I'm pretty good at finding those. Okay. Well, you and Tears will go do that and we'll wait here. Okay. So moving off in, you find an alley, the... Only the main thoroughfare here is actually paved road. All the other side streets in Dustwater are just packed earth. Uh, Dustwater has its name for a very particular reason. It is easy to kick up dust and have it cling to the body here. Though, thankfully, it is deep winter, so the the telltale dust of Dustwater really isn't as uh, aggressive as it might be otherwise. (laughs) Finding a side alley, you leave your companions just on the main thoroughfare just beyond Big Dragon. You've only been traveling into the city for maybe an hour. Uh Those who remain on the street, you are struck by just how many people are around you. In your last few months of travel, you have grown accustomed to long stretches of being alone or having the folks nearby be sparse. Even in Blue Gulch... A a pretty vibrant town, all things considered. The crush of people isn't as intense as it is here in Stormhaven. Even on the outskirts of the town, there are just people around. You're never not being observed in one way or the other. The glowing reindeer certainly isn't helping. (laughs) Netta looks agitated as she's moving along next to you, though... Uh, she seems more agitated by the fact that Tirza is going off by herself, not the absolute crush of the crowd, necessarily. Darren Dunn is weaving slightly Pause. occasionally his uh, uh, glance towards a, a tavern or an inn, and he's kind of like eyeballing it a little bit, just like peeking up over some invisible wall that's not there, and seeing the, the dusky bottles through windows. Sid, Tirza, you move off to the side, finding an alley between two medium-sized uh, buildings. Looks like you're wandering between a shop that specializes in leatherworking and a low bunkhouse of some kind, almost like a hostel. Mm. Cutting into the alley, you know you're being observed just because you can't not be at Stormhaven. There's always somebody watching. It's so yeah. hard to find absolute privacy, especially out in the streets. But dismounting from your reindeer and horse, you make your way over and Tirza, you dig out the chains. Uh, yeah. Okay. God, I feel so stupid. I, I can't believe that 
I'm the reason they keep finding us. <sighs> I mean, there's probably a lot of reasons they're finding us, but, you know, as we discover those reasons, we just get rid of them and we just keep moving forward, okay? It's not a big deal. We're still alive. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and Around yeah, your shoulders, Sadagar is attempting to be comforting a little bit as though, like, you couldn't have known. No, I couldn't have. I have a horrible sense of magic. Divine... Dis- Divine power is like no theory and all just feeling your way through things. I'm severely outclassed by Cherish and even Grawl and that. Uh, anyway, uh, I'll deposit them in the bags. Okay. Uh, what was that last part? Like, hey, you're not there. Gone, right? I didn't hear that? No. Damn it. Damn it. As you pull out the chains. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Excellent. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You immediately, when you start pulling stuff out of your bag, you notice the red glow coming from the bottom of your backpack. Oh, good. I just haven't noticed that. They've been buried. It's been buried beneath stuff. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so dumb. Just moving pajamas out of the way. I'm assuming you like covered them in sackcloth and stuff, and like this is not something you were thinking about at all. No, so I just completely before, forgot about these yeah. things. Before you take it out, it's like, can we just like, just like wrap it in something? Just I feel I feel weird just having it exposed. You know what I mean? I promise we'll yeah. give back whatever we wrap it with. Uh, yeah, sure. I actually have uh like a skein of white cloth. Great. Um, I make a, I make a point of just, just seeing who is around. Um, obviously it's impossible to be, uh, away from anyone, but, um, yeah, I make a point of just looking around. Okay. Glancing around, you see that there are people passing through the streets, moving to and from an inn. There is a, uh, a lanky looking orcish, uh, gentleman who is leaning on the outside door of the hostel uh, seems to be some kind of hired muscle making sure that people going in and out of the place aren't causing any trouble and mm. he'll eyeball you as you're like leaning out of the alley and glancing around um cool nobody uh yeah let's let's just get this done once so we can get back on our horses tears it as a 13 hit your AC oh jeez it doesn't Okay. As the chains spring to life and leap out of your bag, attempting oh. to attack you. Oh no. You wheel backwards, dodging their whipping cords. That god awful bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, um I probably drop I drop my bag. Mm-hmm. Um, are they are they like out of the bag? As soon as you drop the bag and walk away, the chains just <clears throat> fall to the ground, inanimate. What? So, what just happened? Is there an invisible person around us? No, 
it was it they were in the bag and they leapt out of the bag. Okay. Um I, I she like goes to to grab them again. Wait, 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 like, wait. Just wait. goes to like scoop them up. Wait. You touched them last time and they leapt out at you, right? Yeah, I mean I don't I touched them. I I don't know if I I don't know if I was touching them touching them, but yeah, it was me. Uh Can we um toss me your bag and maybe you can just like scoop them really fast into it. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. I can I can scoop it midair. Just toss it at me. Okay. I do Wait, that. So, I, so I was going to say, I hold the bag and oh. you try to scoop them. I scoop the chain and toss them into the, into the bag? Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Why not? I need you both to give me sleight of hand rolls. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> that's not terrible. <laughs> uh, pretty good for me. Um... 16. 20, oh, sorry, 15. 26 for Sid. Okay. Yeah, uh, Sid is definitely the more uh, adept between the two of you at fancy bag work, but eventually you <laughs> sort of wrangle the chains into the bag of holding without actually touching them, and they just slither link by link into the bag of holding, disappearing into that extra-dimensional space. Does that mean anytime we stick our hand into that, they're there? I don't know how bags of holding work. I didn't even know how it worked. I didn't know it went into a pocket dimension. So Yeah, we'll have to ask Cherish. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're good. We're we're good? You're good? Tirza? Yeah. Uh, cool. There's there's probably like stuff on the on the ground and she'll just be like yeah. you, trying to scoop it back into her bag. You gather yeah. your pack back up, mount back up uh, and find your way back to your friends easy enough. While you are all out on the road, Netta will ride up next to you, Cherish. Oh, great. (laughs) Better you than me. (laughs) And she will say, What has happened to Maretziger? Tirza's Lance. Oh, sh- oh wait, no, we don't. We don't know that Talila has it. That was an out of character thing, right? You do not know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just saying we don't know that in character, right? Yeah, I, I didn't know I, that out of character. Yeah, that was something I think I oh, joked about. Was... Oh, oh, I thought that was serious. I mean. The last time you saw Tirza with her lance was in yeah, Whitmore's Landing. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know she, all of that. Yeah. I just thought that for some reason I thought that I thought that Talila had it. No, not as far as you know. Oh, okay. No, okay. I'm guessing maybe Haven Guard. Best case scenario, Haven Guard uh, has yeah. it. Well, she doesn't have it. Yes. Thank you. I had noticed. I was asking where it was now. Uh, okay, right. Um, I don't know where it is now. Do you know what happened to it? 
No. No. Give me a deception roll. <laughs> it's not a lie. I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> you know what Tirza <laughs> did with it. Oh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a botch. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, I'm so grounded. <laughs> you guys, I, there are other numbers to roll. roll. I know. I don't. Please do know. not lie to me. Are you doing the whole like I don't? Hmm. Great question. What? What? is? What is that? <laughs> Girl, you can hear this conversation happening. By the way. I'm, I found a bowl of popcorn and I'm slowly eating it and <laughs> watching back and forth. This is good. This is great. Bro, that's out of the garbage. Uh, <laughs> okay. I saw the person put it in the garbage. It's sitting right on top. It's still good. Why did they? No, no, no judgments here. But yeah, Net Netta isn't looking at you. She's sort of just like looking straight ahead towards where Sid and Tears have disappeared into an alley. Uh, but she's still having this conversation with you. It's probably still in Wickmore's Landing. And what happened in Wickmore's Landing? Oh, um, so glad this isn't me. <laughs> well, uh, me too. <laughs> well, there was uh, a problem. Um, the cult. Um, we were fighting the cult, and. Um, and we uh, we were specifically fighting um, a, a gal who we had actually met during during the the trials. Um, another one of the threadless, but she's evil now. Um, and we had her in our custody, I guess. And well, well, um, Tirza was upset with her. Um, because of the cult using, you know, Ozzy Dehaka, and I know that that's like, you know, a whole thing for you guys, and um, yes, and she she a called whole thing. this a whole <laughs> thing. Um, I'm not I'm not super well versed in religion. No, I'm sorry. Um, and Tirza called her an aberration and. Stabbed her in the chest with Maretziger, and then the gal burst into flames, and then she left Maretziger there, and we left. Okay. That's the story. And Netta oh, will simply great. say, hmm. And then remain astride her horse, just like right next to yours, staring at the alley in silence. And eventually, Sid and Tirza come back to the group. Yup. Wow, that think, was so Cherish, easy. I think Cherish like slowly backs her horse up so that she's behind Netta, and when she sees Tirza, she's like, <laughs> "Give me a performance <laughs> check." Assume we need to do. Uh, an that's better. Check. That's a yeah. 13. And then, yeah, uh, Tears, like, give me an insight check. 
18. <laughs> nice. You immediately understand what's happening. Uh, and I go, <laughs> and that's the worst possible thing to happen because Tirza goes white. <laughs> um, oh my god. Uh, I don't even know. I get on Carrie and I just <laughs> ride away <laughs> forever. Um, <laughs> in no, I think I just pretend that I didn't see that. Okay. Then, in a pointed, if slightly awkward, silence, you continue riding <laughs> into the city. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you find a decent-looking inn called the Laughing Spirit. Outside is a sign with a a swinging liquor bottle of some kind with a, a cartoonish face drawn in it with a uh, an expression of mirth on its face. There is a tall, almost like eight foot tall Goliath standing out front that's serving as the bouncer to this place. You can tell the interior is... Uh, while not hopping, there's enough like lively chatter going on inside to cover your entrance. There's a small band playing on a low stage off to the left. This place has a few dozen tables, and you can tell, based on the fact that it's three stories tall, that it is also an inn. Uh, and mm-hmm. Sid, you would be semi-familiar with this place. The Laughing mm-hmm. Spirit is a uh, a good place to like get cheap drinks, decent food for a decent price, and rooms where they don't ask a ton of questions. Great. That is exactly what we are looking for. Hey, while we're um, pitching up our horses, that's not the term, but still. Uh, hitching. You were close. Hitching. I was so cl- I was one letter off. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe, Tirza, we shouldn't have Carrie outside the... Oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. And I'll dismiss her. Great. And the reindeer will vanish. Great. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Should we... I mean, I don't know what the makeup of the rooms here is, but, I mean, should we all try to sleep in the same room or try to at least bunk up as much as possible? Hmm, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, Hey, Grawl, I know you're making a face, but... Oh, oh, and the face just keeps getting worse. (laughs) Hey, hey, that's my real face. Yeah, I know. It is his real face. Yeah. It, it did yeah. keep getting worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, Grawl, if you want to stay in your own room, that's fine. But I mean, I, if, I just... if, if if somebody comes for you in the night and uh, I you know, will be just be fine. There. I don't need you. I just okay. like, you know, the, just, it's not broke. Don't fix it. We usually sit and I cherish tears up but i mean oh, if that's, what, that's all i floor. mean and oh, i mean there's also darren and and neta oh yeah but they're they're adults and they i don't think they want to bunk with us i don't think also the rooms aren't that big yeah so. okay we'll figure it out yeah sid give me a perception check mm-hmm. Plus five. 10 darren is gone Ten. Okay, yeah, the inn is almost just as you remember it. This place is uh, lively. The the band 
while not like throwing out supreme jams of a Bard's Guild performance, uh, you know that these guys would have to pay Bard's Guild dues if they're going to be performing in the city. Um, yeah. But they are clearly not Bard's Guild professionals. Mm -hmm. uh, this place is run by a uh, very uh, cheery dwarf named Dilligan Looper. You know that is a very strange dwarven name, and that is strange because this dwarf was raised by humans. Oh. Uh, he's also a city dwarf, so he's got more of a... Uh, humanoid complexion with like tan skin, as opposed to like the the ashy like gray black skin of Srothheim dwarves. Right. Surprised the Bard's Guild isn't cracking down on people making money performing without being the Bard's Guild. Like I said, they, they have he to just pay dues. said they have to pay dues. Yeah, that's like but a, apparently that's like... you can't transport people without paying. It's dues the same. That's Shadow Corporation in Bermuda. That's like a very, very standard like guild, like in guild economies. That's like pretty standard. Yeah, people can play whatever instrument they want. It's she's from Blue Gold. Yeah, make money without being part of Uber. <laughs> Are, were you planning on making money? No, but I, it's just there seems to be an inequity of 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 rules. Well, That's well, all yeah, I'm saying. It's a it's a large metropolitan city. Of course, there's an an inequity of rules. That's kind of how cities work. That's like that's so cynical. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I, I mean, I'm not. Sid, you would also know that all the hells. The rooms here are single occupancy, and by that I mean each room only has one bed. You could probably have more than one person in a room at a time, and this place does have a certain reputation for, like I said, not asking questions about what you do with your rooms. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to have multiple beds in one room. So if you wanted to all sleep in the same room, it might be a little cramped. Yeah, we're yeah, definitely not going to fit. We should probably... We're freaky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing that kind of D&D. <laughs> not that kind of campaign. That's uh, fair. Yeah. Well, I feel like we should at least double up, right? Just... Just for... Yeah. yeah. I mean... Why? Girl, you're making a face again. <laughs> alright, alright. We're doubling up. Okay. Because, because if... if there's at least one other person in mm -hmm. a room, mm -hmm. and someone comes in to attack us in the room. Right. Mm -hmm. We at least have another person to help us. Oh, no, I totally get that. I totally get that. Who gets the bed? Well, we don't even know who's in... Whoever is in the room with me can have the bed. I don't care. Great, I'm bunking with Sid. Sure. I mean, Tears, if you don't want to bunk, then that's fine. I'll just get a separate room. No, I I I I do. I just was wondering I I, I mean we, we we put the chains in in the bag, so they're not tracking us anymore, hypothetically. As far as well, we know. They're still tracking us. They're just not, you know, going to be as effective at it. But they're not just knowing exactly where we are, yeah. <laughs> As you're getting accommodations, you notice that Darren Dunn has uh, turned his donkey back into the little, like, 
obsidian figurine that he does from time to time. He'll tuck it into a pocket and walk inside. Netta is tipping the bouncer outside uh, some gold so that he will watch over your mounts. Good call. That are tied up outside. She's, she's good people. Well, she also knows that if somebody's not watching out for your horses, they're going to end up on blocks by the end of the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, which is really fucked up if you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, so like, yeah, like the horse is so alive. Dark. They just don't have legs. They're so <laughs> confounded by Carrie. <laughs> we keep chopping, but the, they just keep coming back. And as well, she you, just disappears at one point, as you are gaining your your rooms, getting uh, some libations, possibly after the long day of travel. Uh, Darren Dunn has like settled down at a booth near the stage and has just like spoken some words to the the barkeep, who is a another dwarf of uh, Dilligan Looper's association. Uh, Mr. Looper himself is just moving around the the inn, like, cajoling with folks and uh, making sure everyone's having a good time. But Darren Dunn will, like, say something to the barkeeper, slide what looks like a really thick, huge coin made of platinum across the bar towards the barkeeper, and then just, like, point over at an empty booth and then the ghost settles himself down in it. That is baller as hell. Hell yeah. That's I how you get the good, good love service. this dude. He's a sad soul, though. I know. It's really no unfortunate. To make him happy. But. And as you all find uh, some comfort here at the Laughing Spirit, I think it is there that we are going to take our break. And uh, when we return, we shall resolve your first night here in Stormhaven, the city at the center of all things. I'm sure we'll be fine. Greetings, my friends. I am Omatep Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM, here today to talk to you about a very interesting topic, that of the city of Stormhaven. Like many giant cities throughout the multiverse, Stormhaven is a melting pot of all sorts of cultures, religions, and ways of thinking. Though most of those ways of thinking align with the thoughts of the major guilds that help run the city. The guilds control much of the commerce that goes in and out of Stormhaven. They also help elect the city council and the Lord Mayor. Each guild chooses its city council member democratically among their own numbers, and then, while serving upon the city council, they have a vote in electing the Lord Mayor of the city. Some guilds elect their city council members by merit, others by age, some by random choice, though the Alchemist Guild is admittedly a little weird. If you want to get anything done in Stormhaven, you generally have to do it through one of the guilds. Or, if you find the right pocket, perhaps slipping a few coins in to have them looking the other way, while you're doing whatever it is you're doing, whatever that might be, whether it be setting up, say, a transplaner shop somewhere in the Dustwater District. There's nothing wrong with that unless, you know, the Merchants and Shopsellers Guild finds out about it, but they would never find out about it. Alexander has assured me that all of the proper 
forms have been taken care of. Why? What did you hear? Huh? Nothing. Okay. Yes, there's nothing. It's, it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> anyway, let's get you back to the action. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they had wandered into the outskirts of Stormhaven, figured out a possible reason why the cult of Dahaka was tracking them so effectively. One of the many, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm purple. And made their way to an inn called the Laughing Spirit, one which Sid is familiar with, having earned, learned of its reputation in his rambunctious youth and uh, semi-adulthood here in the city. Having found your rooms, uh, I'm assuming, did you decide to bunk up in, like, the same rooms or get separate rooms for yourselves? <sighs> Oh, Tirza is bunking with Cherish. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, Grawl. Yes. Um, you want you mm. good? You good with a room? Sharing a room? Do you want to share a room? Because if, if you don't want to, I you don't have to. I'm fine with it. Okay. We've already shared a tent at this point. It's fine. It's All five. Right. It's five silver per room, by the way. I got, I, I got it. I got Grawl. I got it. I got it. You got this? Okay. Oh, see, I thought you were going to I thought you no, were going to no. say you got it, but I No, okay. no, cuz I'm polite and I let you go first. Oh, great. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Netta slams the gold down on the counter and pays for all four of your rooms. Have I ever told you how much I appreciate you, Netta? She will just really? say just hmm as she counts out five more silver for her own separate room. Mm -hmm. Very nice but she uh, talks with the innkeeper and uh, insists that her room be directly next to Cherish and Tirza. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, they should all be right next to each other. Yeah. While she's doing this, though, I go up to our room. Okay. To go put my stuff down. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you all find whatever rest you want to here at the inn or find libations and uh, good times to be had down in the common room. I don't know what how you spend your evenings. I've I've met Dilligan before, I assume. You're aware of him. Okay. Um, and I say him because, again, this is a dwarf, right, dwarf. who has been raised by humans, so he identifies as male. Gotcha. So Do you guys think I should try to drink? Yes, hundred well, percent. Yes, mm -hmm. right. Like we're weighing the benefits and costs. I mean, you'll lose a. I'm just saying, like maybe now is not the best time. We we just got right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you, if if it didn't work, then you know. And if you're trying to fly to go fix Maz tomorrow, then you probably don't want to lose out on you know, any time. I mean, I'll just be asleep for eight hours. Like, it's I thought it was around normal bedtime. I thought it was longer than that. I thought uh -huh. it was 12. Oh. Oh. Interesting. But you're right. It's We shouldn't risk it right now. I think you should risk just it. Could really use a drink. For the biscuit. 
There's no biscuits here that I know of. Mm. That's on the secret menu? menu. Yeah, secret menu. Actually, yes, it's their menu. Mm. There is. It's written on a chalkboard behind the bar. Uh, this place, like I said, sells decent food at decent prices. It is nothing too crazy. There are a couple of, like, beef cut sandwiches, the house stew, whatever that happens to be during the day. Uh, there are um, several, like, cuts of chicken that you can get. There are uh, several, like, vegetable platters that you can get. Mm. Get bar pretzels. <laughs> I'll order the stew. Hey, Dilligan. Um Actually, Dilligan's not at the bar, is he? Dilligan is not working the bar. There is another dwarf at the bar. Uh, hey, I'd like to get a stew, please. What What is your daily stew? It's the stew. One silver. I'll I'll take it. One silver. Yep. And you get the stew. Uh, I would love a beef. I'd love a beef cut sandwich, please. Aye, two silver. Oh, there it is. Ha. Meanwhile, you see that tray after tray of uh, what looks like six whiskeys at a time are being brought over to Darren. Darren. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Buddy. And these Should are like full glasses. We're not talking like two or three fingers oh. of whiskey at a time. Oh, I and guess I should take... I know, I know yeah. that he's fine, but, like, should we, like... They're not full pints. There They're still, like, to... snifter glasses, but they just happen to be full. To, like, mm-hmm. witness this, I guess? They add up to just a pint. This... <laughs> well, you want to drink with Darren? I don't want to drink with Darren. I just want to... It seems sad that... It seems sadder that he's drinking by himself, somehow. I don't want to try to keep up with that. That's nuts. Well, we don't have to keep up. We just have to be in the proximity. Yeah, that sounds fine. Okay. Uh, Netta, after paying for your rooms, has retreated upstairs. Cool. Yeah. I, Let's go I'll, hang out with Darren. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna order myself a drink, um, and then uh, I will. I'll sit down with Darren. Okay. Uh, you go towards the booth that Darren Dunn has acquired for himself. Sure. Uh, he yeah. will mark your approach with a kind of shaky, slurry-eyed nod and go, Uh, hey, Sidian, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. It's nice to be back in the city. Um, nice to see old, old, the old stomping ground. Ah, cause you've you've grown up here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause, cause you, this where you grew up. That's right. Us, uh, it's, it's good to be home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As he's like finishing off a fit another like the fifth glass of whiskey that you see in front of him. There is one more still in the tray. I I have my own drink. Um. You uh, spent a lot of time in Stormhaven. Uh, no, 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 no. Spend a lot of time. No. 
such a good conversation. Hey guys, can I just can we have more people over oh, here I'm for over me to there. talk to? Oh good. I'm yeah, there. no, I'm oh, I'm good. there too. And I hate yeah. it. Okay. We all found another bowl of popcorn just in the trash, and it's just kind of like watching everyone. Just where like, oh, are you, gonna... Girl, where are you finding them? There's so much popcorn in this place. It's ridiculous. <laughs> People just keep throwing it away. Heathens. That probably oh, means there's so something wasteful. wrong with it. I. Then why do they keep buying it? I don't. Okay. Okay. This is sadder than I thought it would be. It is. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's not upsetting. not you, Crawl. I I know you were. I didn't mean the pop. <laughs> Darren is popcorn, like anyone. It's not sad. It's not sad. It's just happy. Right. <laughs> he's he's home. Sid's home. Insight check. No. Um. <laughs> and 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 you've got a home, right? If if you've got a home to go back to. It's it's not just it's not just it's, it's and he sort of trails off as he is like looking at this empty glass and he shakes Ooh. his head and sets the glass down and reaches for the sixth glass of whiskey and begins drinking it down. Hmm. How uh Mike, how close are we to um what was it called? Dragon. Oh, Wyvern Lane. How close are we to that? Wyvern Lane. You are actually not super far from Wyvern Lane. I mean, mm-hmm. relatively speaking, in Stormhaven. Um, yeah. Wyvern Lane is north of the Haven Flow. Um, gotcha. Actually, let me double check my notes real quick, because Stormhaven's big and I have lots of notes. Um, you you've described it as a big thoroughfare through the dust water. Yes, and it runs north to south as opposed to uh, east to west. Gotcha. Um, yeah, Wyvern Lane actually is sort of the road you're heading towards, though it becomes uh, the the hallow road when it crosses the bridge. Uh, The Wyvern Lane actually stretches south uh, down along the old bulwark. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Good, 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 good. So uh, from where you're at now, if you traveled a couple more hours into the city and headed south, you'd be wandering down Wyvern Lane. Uh, Wyvern Lane is where... Uh, Kalkin would regularly set up her shop during the Maker Festival. It is where actually a lot of people set up their shops during the Maker Festival. This time of year, it's actually a pretty barren part of the city outside of the locals. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Good to know. But yeah, uh, Darren finishes his sixth glass and then sort of like shakily looks over it you Sid and says you know I, I when you finally get to Fairhamsia you you have a home there too you know right I mean I could pretty much live wherever I don't I don't feel that's, super that's, that's not what I mean man that's not what I mean it's like you've you've 
you've got family and, and there's people that would care about you and stuff. I have people who I am oh. specific, I am technically related to. I Again, we... <laughs> that does not make them a family, Darren. I don't know who's rummaging through stuff in the background. Oh, it's... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, it's... Man, it's busy in here. It's so yeah, busy. very busy in this yeah. It's so... It's clatter, clatter, I, clatter. I look over at the person who's, like, playing with Hot Wheels on the table next to us. <laughs> like, Can you give it down? We're having a conversation. Those are Matchbox, okay? Listen, your tech deck competition can wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The dude puts away the other dude puts away his pogs and slams. <laughs> uh, it's been a tour of of the early two thousands. Um, yep. Um, <laughs> Good shit. Oh god. We funny. Solid ref. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. I look. It, I am I am going to Farium's here because it is my duty as a rift keeper to close the rift. Uh I they clearly need our help. And that's that's it. I smell it. Come on. And he'll sort of lean back and his head will sort of lull to the side and look to you, Cherish. And I'll say, it's, it's like her, right? You've, you're looking for family. It's, that's what everyone's looking for. I also have, I have a family. I have a very loving mother who raised me and I feel love for my birth mother and I want to help her. There we go. Sorry, my headphones died. Um, but, we've moved on from you. Can, yeah, <laughs> yeah enough of you your shit. <laughs> frankly, my father can eat a dick. Sorry. Okay. He has. And he'll look at you and say, uh, "How do you know? How, how? How? How do I know what? You've got love for your mum and your dad. Can go eat a penis? Yeah. What about that's confusing to you? Uh, why? You, because you, you 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 said you never knew him. Well, I didn't, but." And from context clues, I can put together that my mother risked her life to get me out of hell, more or less. And my father is the Lord of Cania, so he probably sucks. And he'll, like, lean back and... You've read the letter, like, three times. Like, I, I told you to, like, actually read it and comprehend it, and it's your fault for not doing that. Oh, right. Look, uh, I'm sorry. It's just... I miss her so much. And Oh, Jesus. Old Mage's tits. 
You don't get it. She was, she was my queen, man. She was, she was everything. Velma Rodriguez and I, she, she, she was me and her, right? It was like from Silvery Moon to the Silver Marshes, all the way, all the, all, all the way down to the Sword Mountains. It was just all of it. We was together. And 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 then everything went to shit. And he'll slam the sixth glass down that he's clearly finished, and he'll like raise a hand towards the bar, and uh, you can see that already one of the bartenders is like rushing over another one. Clearly, that platinum piece that he put down paid for quick service as well. Ugh. I mean, how how did it all go to shit? Not really expecting to get much out of him, but... Oh, you know, it was like... Well, and all the magic went fucking tits up. It was like... All the world was just going crazy berserk, and it was all tearing itself apart. Wait, so, hold on, you were there? Yeah. Yeah, I was there. How do you think I got here? How do you think I don't have a home, yeah? Because I'm not from here. It was an course. Okay, well, I didn't... Well, you're all from this one. And I'm from Toral, yeah? What is, what is Toral? It's, yeah, I it's, don't it's, know. It's, it's a place I'm from. It's, it's not here. It's another, it's another place. And uh, it's not there anymore. How did you get here? It was her, yeah. It was, it was her. She, she was there right at the end and seeing people through, and 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 she knew Zenerva from way back. And the two of them had the bridge open, and they was trying to get people through. And she fucking pushed me, right? She fucking pushed me. I'm sorry. And the next tray is brought down, and the first one's taken away, and he'll quickly grab one of the whiskeys off of this and just throw it back. And again, it is not a shot, it is not a small drink, and he's just consuming it, swallowing it. So I'm not a licensed therapist or anything, but... Look, and she'll, he'll, like, look back and forth between Cherish and Sid and say, The two of you, you've, you've got family, you've got each other, you're so, so young, and you've got so much, you don't have to be so angry at people, because it's not worth it, okay? It is just going to make you hurt to be so angry. Tirza is crying at the table. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Look, it's not like okay. something you can just turn off, man. It's not. And you, honestly, even if I could, I don't know if I want to. Because yeah. some people in this world 
deserve my hate. I mean, that's that's just a fact of life, and it and it's something I've come to terms with. And he's looking at you with just the deepest amount of sadness you've ever seen, and these little mercury tears are beginning to leak down his face. They're like these little droplets of liquid silver that are streaming down from his eyes. It's like, you're so fucking young, and that's what you think? I mean... You know, I may not be that old, but I, I've i seen a lot in the amount of time that I've been here in this valley. And there's a lot of good, but there's a lot. There's a lot of bad. A lot of fucked up people who get off on fucking other people over. And, like, I, I'm sorry, but that, that is that is the reality of it. You sound like her towards the end. And he'll throw back another drink and sort of just slump backwards, kind of just staring at the table. Sid? As you're yeah. kind of stewing in this, you're kind of just looking around for something to look at. Yeah. And you see the marks above the the bar that only you would recognize, because they're in Thieves' Cant. Hmm. And they mark this bar as the territory of the Queensman. Mm-hmm. And that strikes you as very strange for a number of reasons. The first mm -hmm. is because the Queensmen are a gang from Nightside. This is not yeah. Nightside. They are a gang that are traditionally they hang out in the giant graveyard at the north end of Nightside. Yeah. And they're I mean, they're punks. They are. They think they're cool because they hang out in a graveyard. Yeah. They are. You mean they are cool because they hang out in a yeah. graveyard. <laughs> That's definitely like how they versus. want people. That's what they want people <laughs> to think. Definitely. Yeah. One of their members is the great bard Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Morrissey, though. Have I had a... Uh run-ins with them before you would have right. in your time on the streets uh, your childhood gang would definitely have like gone into nightside for different reasons um and into the uh the queen's court specifically for uh illicit reagent gathering mm-hmm uh, the Queen's Court is home to lots of strange things that are tied to necromancy, and if a childhood street gang wants to make money quick, it's by doing dirty jobs for people who don't want questions to be asked. 
So collecting things like graveweed or the bones of some recently departed saint or uh, <laughs> a mage's remains might be a job that they hire a bunch of dumb kids to go do. Yeah. What made the the Queensmen an interesting guild, or not a guild, but a, a gang, mm -hmm. is that ostensibly they work for the Divine Athenium. Huh. Huh. Um. Huh. The largest subsect of the Divine Athenium outside of Old Haven exists in Nightside. Wow. The ones who study and worship the gods of death from various pantheons and religions. Ooh. And in order to do what they do and practice what they do, sometimes calling those sorts of energies causes random flare-ups of the undead. And the Queensmen have a reputation for dealing with those flare-ups for a price. Okay. They also have a reputation for partaking in those flare-ups so that they can drive up that price. Yeah. That's the underworld reputation. Like, on the surface level, they're just like a gang of mercenaries who deal with the undead. They're, okay. like underworld reputation as you would know it is yeah they also maybe cause some of that shit so that they can bilk the divine athenium out of gold oh sure you know supply and demand um yeah. they're like um uh uh marcus crassus who was a roman senator who would who like ran a fire brigade and he would just go and yeah. start fires and be like hey uh pay me to put out the fires in your house and people would be like, no, I can't afford it. And he'd be like, okay, then sell me your house. <laughs> yeah. You fucking and idiot. Also, <laughs> Uncle yeah. of Caesar. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so seeing their marks of claimant here this far out from their normal territory is really weird. That is really weird. It. Does anybody strike anybody in the bar strike me as I don't know, maybe seeming a little like they're they could be a part of the the Queensmen? Does anyone look familiar? I mean, it's been it's years been since you've associated with that sort of lifestyle. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, in the last five years, you've sort of grown past the street urchin life, uh, climbing as it were. Um, if someone was being unfavorable, uh, they might say that you're trying to stick your nose in Hall Hill a little too deep, uh, joining up with the Bard's Guild and all that. There are certain people from your old life that maybe wouldn't look too kindly on the way you escaped that life. I mean, you know, it's it's fine. None of them are here, so we're good. But you know that the, the telltale sign of Queensman is uh, Raven Tattoos. Gotcha. Okay, I'll keep an eye out for Raven Tattoos. That is strange. 
Um, I think at this point, Cherish, having finished her sandwich, is like, I am going to go to bed. I, you know, yeah. <laughs> Darren Dunn okay. is sort of slumped into silence and is continuing to just destroy these drinks in front of him. Okay. Well, good night, Cherish. See you guys in the morning. See you in the morning. Night. Ah, uh, good night. Okay. Um, based on my experience with the Queensman, is there anything that would give me the impression that it is dangerous for us or me to be in this bar, be in this inn? I mean, nothing in particular. Okay. No. Just want to make sure. Is Sid's wild looking around suspiciously uh, noticeable? Or is he being subtle about it? There's like, I mean, you said you were, like, yeah, looking for people in this. Um, I'm not trying to be obvious. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, in that case, you're pretty shrewd. Yeah, just get, uh, looking around uh, here and there. Um, I'm not like, <laughs> um, for our audio listeners, for our audio listeners, yeah, listen, just did the dumbest <laughs> look around all of the listeners, uh-huh. full open mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, what do the rest of you do with yeah, your Yeah, God, it's just so awkward now. Yeah. Occasionally, Darren Dunn uh, will, like, glance up and look at you, Sid, with just, like, a pitying look. Okay. I... Yeah, I think I can only take so much of that before, before Tears also, like, excuses herself to leave. It's just... Okay. Seemed like it would be less sad to join him, and it turned out to be more sad. Yeah. Grawl, you doing anything? Yeah, I'm just gonna sit down and have a drink or two. Alright. Gonna hang out. Yeah, absolutely. With Darren Dunn specifically, or just in the bar? I mean, I'm already at Darren Dunn's booth, so... Crawl just... is not affected by the awkwardness of this at all. No. <laughs> Completely unfazed. I mean, like, he's sad. I don't think I'm going to cheer him up. <laughs> he doesn't seem to be offended by my presence, That's so my book oddly, stays where Oddly it is. logical, I love it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. Plus, we seem to be getting really quick service over here, so... <laughs> it's true. Yep. Um, I think if Darren keeps giving me those looks, I think Sid would get annoyed with it, get one more drink, and then go up to his room. Okay. Scrawl and Darren hanging yep. out. Mm-hmm. 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 Once the two of you are alone, Grawl, Darren Dunn will look up at you and say, 
you've you've got to watch out for them, right? Yeah, hundred percent. No, no, man, I mean it. I, I, yeah, you are not the first person to ask me to look out for them. It's they can take care of the swords and the arrows and magic. You've got to look out for them, and he'll like tap his chest. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. The, the, other, the other three, these, these, these all, they've all twisted up inside. But I, I, you've got it pretty straightforward. Groth thinks of this as like a compliment for some reason. I'm just like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I do. But no. Um, I mean, you you've got shit going on. Everyone's got shit going on. But that that they're being twisted, and you just you just go you you got to keep walking straight and hope they follow. Mm hmm. Well, um. I'll give them a smack in the back of the head when they need it, and then I will, um... Are you asking me to be kind of like a parent? Is that... I don't that... fucking know, man. I never had Okay, I'm gonna go with no. I'm gonna go with no, because that's weird. Um, like a really good friend. Go with uh, that. Or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And any Anything else? I mean, that's really good. I like that. Uh, go give me another drink? I mean, we've already got a guy for that. Oh, so. right. Oh, cool. And yeah. raises his hand for more drinks. Ta-da. Other than that, the the night begins to pass. Cherish, was there something you wanted to accomplish when you dismissed yourself early? Um... Uh, I just, I, I think that, like, I know I have keen mind, but, like, I do think that she would, you know, write, write down the, some, some of the key words that Darren Dunn dropped, uh, just to, you know, like, ruminate on. Mm-hmm. Valmarades, the world of Toril, mm -hmm. some proper nouns other than those. Yeah, but, you know, just, like, piecing together stuff, like, you know, he call, he and the old mage both called this place Anchorus, and if he's from a place called Toril, I don't know what that is, but it sounds like the magic went mad wherever that is, too, and, you know, with all the other extra planar stuff, just starting to, I don't know. Okay. So you start add to her conspiracy theory journal. <laughs> so you're making notes. Must yeah. be a really big journal at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It only had fifty pages, so I think she just writes very small <laughs> <laughs> to get a new one of those. Tears at anything you were accomplishing once you dismissed yourself? Um, no, though I do think that when I get back up to the room, I will like 
check on Cherish and just like make sure that she's okay. You find um, Cherish scribbling madly in their journal. I think that's probably as okay as Cherish gets, but I'll still like I'm so I'm sorry I suggested he just he, he's clearly I don't know. I feel bad Cheers for him. <laughs> and that sort of makes you the best of us. <laughs> I <laughs> It's not fair for me to be angry at him. I know that, but I am. And I just have to work through it, I guess. Somehow. At some point. Whenever we have time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know that that is ever going to be the case. <laughs> but, um... If you ever want to talk to me about it, I, I don't know. It's I don't know. I just wanted to make sure you were okay. All right. I'm I'm sorry, by the way, that I I told Nita about Ratzinger. Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna go down um she, but that's my very much and she's very intimidating and i tried to lie to her but i'm somehow very not, not very good at it it you don't need to lie for me it would have come out eventually and it was my stupid emotional mistake <laughs> so don't worry about it i'll i haven't I just haven't figured out what I'm going to say. Besides, sorry I lost this holy relic. Please don't be mad at yeah. me. I mean, that's a start. Yeah. I was really upset because I just <laughs> had murdered my first person. Mm. Anyway, this is that. Uh, yeah. That's enough of that. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Grawl, mm -hmm. how deep into your cups do you get? Um, I am like not getting. I'm, I'm just giving him a little bit of company. I'm just okay. kind of sipping. Give whatnot. me a perception check then. Okay. Uh, nineteen. Awesome. I think Grawl is the best of us, if we're the, being honest. The hour grows pretty late. Here within the limits of the city, the hours are marked by the striking of clocks throughout Stormhaven. Before midnight, at around probably close to a little after 10, so you mark the passing of 10 p.m. with the knowledge that somewhere in the north... Zenerva is doing her work. 
But a little bit past that, you definitely notice Netta coming back downstairs and leaving. Oh, okay. Like, does she... Is she trying to be sneaky about it, or is she just kind of, like, strolling out? She's being the kind of sneaky where it's like, if she moves quickly and with purpose, she's hoping nobody is down here <laughs> long enough to notice. Okay, well, noticed that. <laughs> hmm. Um, hey, um, Darren, Darren, do me a favor. Uh, yes. Mm. You're doing great. Uh, I believe mm -hmm. in you. Um, watch my drink for me. I will be right back. Gotta use the bathroom. Oh, I will watch the drink. Yep. Yep. Great. Cool. Following Netta. Okay. You follow Netta outside? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, are you doing so stealthily or are you just going after her? I'm going to try to be stealthy. Okay. Give me a stealth roll. I believe in you, girl. I hope... What is my stealth? What is my stealth? What is my stealth? Fifteen. Oh, okay. You're uh you're flying casual as you mm -hmm. make your way outside of the the laughing spirit. Mm -hmm. As you sort of like slouch outside, you see Netta galloping away on her huge thunderous horse. Are you kidding me right now? Really? Fuck. <sighs> I can't follow her stealthily. This this is a chase scene right now. This is what's happening. I don't have time for this garbage. Going back inside. Okay. She's gonna hit me with something anyways. She's gonna get mad. There's no way this ends favorably. He's saying to himself as he reaches <laughs> see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that was all out loud. <laughs> Other than that, nothing of note happens until you decide to go to bed. Okay, I'll inform Cherish and uh, Tirza and Sid in the morning. Okay, sleep time for Grawl. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go finish my drink, and then I'll, you come back I'll and your drink go. has been finished for you. Yep, Darren. Good Darren, one job. You had one job. I wash One. it. I washed it good in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got me. That's a good one. You that. All right, my friend. I'm going to sleep. You should get some rest too. That's what I'm doing. And he'll like lift up another whiskey. Out mm. of boy. The I give him a slap on the back, and then I go. I go. And there's a hmm as you yeah. hit him on the back. Mm -hmm. The night passes restfully for all of you. You're in beds. You're in an inn. This is nice. This is not something you've been accustomed to over the last couple of months. It's here and there you've found comfortable beds, but this is a bit of a rare occurrence. Though half of you are sleeping on bed rolls on the floor. True. If you're sharing rooms. Oh, I mean, I figured Tirza and Cherish were just sharing a bed. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I don't know about Grawl and Sid, then. Sid, you stay on yeah. the floor. That's fine. Unless you really want the bed. Do you want the bed? I don't care. I don't care. I mean, Sid would have been the first one up, so... Care. I know. 
So where did you sleep? I'm I'm I'll sleep on the ground, man. I, no, I mean I you were already up here by yourself. So you, you find you find Sid not asleep, but just uh, mad, just mad, just angry, just, just yeah, lying on decide. the ground like. <laughs> uh, you know, Sid, Sid. Yeah. I'll take the bed. Good night. <laughs> Uh, fucking worst. The best of us. <laughs> best slash worst. It says a lot. Um, <laughs> mm. <sighs> Funny. Yeah. Oh, fun thing to tell you in the morning, champ. Um, but until then, uh, nighty night. <laughs> I just, I just look at, I growl like, you're so fucking weird. And then, <laughs> and then I, but I don't, I don't say anything. Okay. Mm. So you all go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cherish Tirza. You don't know what time it is, but you are both awoken by a thump, 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 thump on your door. Oh fuck! Damn it. Um. Uh, Hello. Just very ready, very ready to 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 do a good job. Okay, I'll I'll stay here and I'll load up magic missile. You go to the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was I was gonna say Tirza. Meanwhile, is is that vine of the girl getting water poured on, poured on her while she's asleep? Just the, like hello. Hello. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, I'll. <clears throat> uh, okay. I mean, I'm assuming this is like we don't know what time it is, but it's not. But it's like dark. Yeah. It is still dark. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll just like. Yeah, I, I I'll just open the door. And Netta is standing there, still fully armored, and she will say, "Get dressed." Um, okay, I, I, no. what's going on? Is there, uh, I'm stuttering as she's, like, obeying orders. Yeah, Cherish is starting to get dressed. And Netta will stride into the room and help you, like, strap on your armor, uh, with, like, quick practice motions, and she will kind of shuffle Tirza out the door without really giving Cherish a look, and the door will close behind the just two of like, them. Just, like, uh, hopping, like, putting boots on, like... <laughs> this, this, and the scene is, like, is, like, Tirza's legs aren't really moving. She's just being, like, scooted, and she just gives a single, like, last glance to Cherish, just like, please save me, and then the door closes. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm gonna open the door, close it, and lock it. I got my... I grabbed my bag... Like, where are we going? What's up? Uh, Neta, what's wrong? What's going on? And Neta will say, What is wrong is that you have lost Maretziga. I... I, I, I don't... That was... Ages ago, I don't know what we're... 
we will correct this situation, Tirza. Do you know where it is? We will correct the situation. And she will lead you out of the laughing spirit. The common room downstairs is practically empty. I say practically because it's the only the slumped form of Darren Dunn. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, no. Yeah. A pool of something stuck beneath his face to the table where he lay slumped. <sighs> you are led outside into a bitter pre-dawn city morning. It's not good. <laughs> Carts are already beginning to wheel back and forth across the city as people are moving to make morning deliveries everywhere. You see one little cart being led by a tiny little pony with a gang of children leaping around it, and each of them will like leap into the cart, grab something, and throw it towards a building. And eventually one of them just like, hurdles towards you and lands and slaps onto the cold, wet ground, and you can see... Uh, what is a printed broadsheet, it's called. It's essentially a newspaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the uh, the Dustwater Gazette. Um, if if Nato will let me just pick, I'll just pick it up as we're going. Okay. Uh, you see that the front headline above the fold is Harriman Claims Another Victim. Uh, and the sub tagline is "Green Terrace No Longer Safe." What was the first part of that, Mike? Harrowman hey. claims another victim. Mm, green Terrace No Longer Safe. Interesting. Okay, I assume we're going to. I assume I'm going to be riding with Neta. No, Neta will steer you around to the side of the inn. And you can see that uh, the large, like like I said, almost nearly eight foot tall Goliath is standing at the mouth of the the alley, seemingly guarding it. And he will like nod and skitter to the side as Netta wheels forward with you in tow, like he was guarding something for her. Okay. Cherish, you're kind of following in the wake of all of this. Yeah, like yeah. Okay. Um, Tears. I give me an insight roll. Yeah. Nineteen. Nineteen. You see that there are bags underneath Netta's eyes. You don't think she's slept. Netta, what is? What are we? What are we doing? And as you enter this alley, you see that what looks like an impromptu temple has been set up here. There are several tall, you would call them pillars, but they are clearly like pieces of tall lumber that have just been placed in the ground and carved with like very rudimentary like symbology of the the Jarashir stories. Mm-hmm. They're a way more basic version of what you saw in any of the Jarashir temples. 
at the center you- between those two pillars is a is a basin that is traditionally filled with water and snakes. Cool. Um, do I do? Can I put together at all what's going on? Sneta has set up an impromptu Jarashir temple, and you're a little unsure as to why. Okay, that's there. We go. That that yeah. Um, I think at this point, uh, Tirza kind of like shakes off any of this. Like, what is going on? And just like, all right, what do I need to do? And Netta will say, you lack a weapon blessed by the gods. We will remedy this situation. All right. Mike, quick question. Mm-hmm. Are there snakes in the bowl? As you get close, you see that there are, in fact, a couple of snakes in the bowl. Slithering oh, around. Oh, does the Goliath... The Goliath lets me past? Uh, yeah. The Goliath just seemed to have okay. been, like, told to make sure nobody else got in there before Netta came back. Okay. He, he has absolutely like no idea what's going on. Okay. I was going to do something stupid, but I'm, I don't think I'm going to. Netta I will be a snake in your ritual. <laughs> no. Be very rude. That would be super rude. <laughs> uh yeah, I Tears is just ready for instructions. Netta I I'll will actually go up to the basin and move around to the opposite yeah. side of the basin. Mhm. And when you are both on opposite sides, you can see that there are two snakes within the basin. Mm-hmm. One is a viper and one is a constrictor of some kind. Mm-hmm. And Netta will stare at you seriously and say, Maretsuga was a tool, Tirza. It was an instrument, one which you wielded to defeat the forces that would hasten the storm. But in taking a life, you did something that you were not accustomed to. And you broke the bonds of fellowship with your weapon out of fear. Yes, that's true. Penance is needed for such an act. And she will look down at your hands and then look into the bowl. Yep. Uh, I understand. And I'll stick my hand into the bowl. And then she will look meaningfully at your other hand. 
Oh, good. Okay. Um, I'll yeah, I'll do the same. The other one. Okay. You can feel the water churning around both of your hands as the snakes writhe in and out. The basin isn't large or deep, but there is maybe like six inches of water here, enough to at least get up to your forearms. Mm-hmm. As the snakes twist and move around, you can feel their scales brushing against your skin, the hair of your arms beginning to become laden with water and heavy. As the snakes move and twist, you begin to lose track of which one is the viper and which is the constrictor. And Netta will stare at this seriously. Cherish, are you doing anything while you watch this happen? Cherish has become acutely aware of the fact that she probably shouldn't be here. Um, but is like too afraid to move like in case that like distracts anybody or disrupts anything so she is like standing as still as possible and trying not to draw attention to herself other than being purple and having horns and tail okay maybe even hold maybe even holding her breath okay from your vantage point you can see the symbols that are crudely carved onto the pillars, quote-unquote, to either side mm-hmm. of these two, beginning to take on a blue-gray light. Are they? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Tears are you're a little focused. You don't notice this happening. Nope. As you hold your hands in the water, feeling the snakes twist about, I need you to give me a religion check. Mm-hmm. Uh, four? What happens next is beyond you. If there is precedent for this, you don't know it. If this has some special meaning, you are unaware of it. The constrictor will wrap around one hand and then the other, forming an organic manacle around your hands, Mm -hmm. binding them together. It twists and wraps until your wrists are side by side, your hands parallel with each other. Mm -hmm. The viper will twist between your fingers until you can't help but grasp it. And there the two snakes will rest for a long moment. The viper's head will break the surface of the water and stare at you with its ophidian eyes. Netta will watch this happen and is unsure about what to make of it until the snakes break their dance and begin to flow again, surrounding each other, surrounding your hands. 
but leaving you free to act. Um... And they're not, they're just, they've gone back to, to just writhing around in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, can I try to, can I like try to, to hold one? Which one do you go for? The Viper. Moving down, you place a hand towards where the Viper's head is going to be, mm-hmm. intending it to, to slither up your hand. Mm-hmm. As you do, it will flash its fangs and bite, and you feel a sharp pain in your hand. Yeah. At your um, shoulders, Sadagar will suddenly become rigid. You feel a pulse in your palm as the fangs sink in, but there's no pain. There's no flare of toxicity. All you fear is Sadagar suddenly becoming stiff and anxious. Um, I... Will yeah, this is weird. This doesn't feel like mm, penance. Um, Netta will say, "Your weapon." Uh. I will I'll withdraw my hand, the one that Viper is bitten. Mm-hmm. The Viper doesn't let go. It is coiled around your hand. Its fangs are still in your palm. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I... And with a very quiet voice, Netta will say, Place your weapon within the altar. Um. What? Uh... I mean, do I have all of my gear with me? I would assume. If yeah. Netta said, get dressed, take your things. You did. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I'll... I will... Trying to decide which one. Um, I'll do the mace of... Uh, actually, no, I'm, I'm lying. I will do the long sword. <laughs> okay. So this long sword, uh, where did you get this long sword from? In the desert. <laughs> I picked it up. <laughs> picked up 
this long sword that was enchanted to fly and attack you repeatedly. When mm-hmm. the that one automaton mm-hmm. mage. This probably won't that. end badly. <laughs> yeah. With the hand that doesn't actively have a snake on it, you pull out mm-hmm. this long sword and you with the snake in one hand like held over the bowl, you place the sword over it and cherish from your point of view you see a sudden brilliant blue light erupt from the bowl that outlines Tirza. Okay. The water doesn't really move. It gets this glassy stillness to it as you hold the blade out over it. The constrictor snake will rise up and begin crawling around the blade, seemingly unhurt by its sharp edge. And as it moves down the blade, you see intricate scroll work begin to appear on the blade that is a match for what used to be on Moretziger. Mm. When the snake falls off back into the water, you can see that the blade is looks like new. It is bright, shining steel that flashes with Jarashir symbology. The viper at your palm will dig in. You feel the fangs almost like scraping against bone, but still there is no pain. Still there Mm -hmm. is no shock of venom. You just feel Sadagar trembling at your shoulders. Um. I think she kind of turns her head not away from Netta, but to her shoulder and says, What's wrong? And. You just get the sense that Sadagar blames himself and is taking the pain. No, wait, don't stop. Don't do that. Uh, um, yeah, I think I say that out loud. This is, this was me. This was us. This is my penance, too. Sadagar disagrees. When the etching on the blade is done, the viper will fall off your hand back into the bowl, leaving a wound that looks white against your skin. There is no blood. There is no drip of poison. There's just two dots that run at the center of your hand. Um. You feel that stiffness in Sadagar suddenly relax and the cape swings loosely at your shoulders. Uh... I don't think Tirza heals it. I think she just wraps it really quickly. 
Netta lets out a breath as this ritual completes the lights fade from around you. And from behind everyone, uh, a deep throated voice goes, Whoa! <laughs> Cherish, you turn and you see the Goliath bouncer was watching all of this with, like, wide-eyed wonder. <laughs> God! Like, hey, you ready? So, you want to convert, or what? Yeah. I don't know what all this was, but... No, I don't say that. Sure I was don't... fancy. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Uh, yeah, looks like some real weird alley magic, yeah. Yep. Join the jar of sheer, we weird alley tagline. <clears throat> um, I, can I examine this longsword? Other than the the markings on it and the refurbished blade, it appears basically the same. Okay. And as you inspect it, Netta will say, it will need a name. One moment okay. buffering. <laughs> <clears throat> Cherish, while you yes. are watching all of this, give me an insight roll. That's an 18. Oh. When all the lights were going, you couldn't help but be struck by how the image that was shown in front of you almost looked like Tirza was standing in a door frame. Hmm like a gateway. Any distinct type of gateway or just just like like a um like a silhouette. Like it seemed silhouetted. It's called a trilathon and you've seen okay. these types of things before. Two standing stones with a third laid atop it. Mm -hmm. You've seen its like at the top of a plateau in the center of Lake Quelio. It's your basic shape for ancient doorways. Okay. Netta will look at you, Tirza, expectantly. I usually have more. T I know. I usually have more time for. Mm -hmm. uh, I know you do. Um, Mike, getting me out of my comfort zone. God. 
Um, Your pallid oaths tell you to act. With- I know they do, but Olivia's bad at that. <laughs> so glad you chose the oath of thunder then. Um. Ashura. As you say the name, the the engravings on the blade will flare with soft silver light. And near the hilt, you see the flaring image of a gate. Two standing stones with a third laid atop it. And as you stare at the symbology here on the sword, it's not the symbology used by the Jarashir. Or at least, not traditionally. It's the same carvings you saw in the temple made by Jeremiah Payne. Yeah. Crawl. Yep. Anything you'd like to accomplish this evening? Uh, uh, actually, yeah. So um, I thought about this before all of this went down. Hmm. Um, I want to do some research, and I want to see if I can find any information on the Jar of Shear. Hmm. Yeah. Give me an investigation roll as you Come traverse... On. The tall halls of the archive. I got a 17. 17. Nice. Grawl figures out the true purpose of the jar of share. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got an 18, which would have been better, but I've got a negative one to investigation. Which is... The jar of sheer. Mm you find referenced in more texts than you would suspect there should be, based on what you know about that religion. The Jarashir, as you know them, are a religion that sprung up in worship-slash-fear of the Outer Storm. Mm -hmm. So the idea that they predate the Valley is a strange one but it seems to be what your research is implying. You find things that vaguely reference the Jarashir that are referencing places, people, things. They're like little... It's it's a reference, so it's like it it references the Jarashir in context to other places, other peoples, other worlds that you're not familiar with, so you don't have the context for it. But it references the Jarashir. Beyond that, it's it's really tough to get a clear picture. Other than it's usually they're usually referred to after the coming of great desolations or the unleashing of horrors of some kind. It'll always be some passing reference, as though it's talking about some great evil, and then it will say, "And then came the Jarashir." as though expecting the reader to know what that means. Mm-hmm. But with given no further 
sort of discussion about what that means for what it's talking about. It's as though they expect the readers to be like, oh yeah, I know what happens when that occurs. Hmm. Okay. That is what a 17 gets you. Damn it. I was one point away from getting like two more sentences. Maybe. Interesting. But, okay. While you're doing this research, you feel a peculiar sensation. Is it gas? It might be. Okay. Give me an arcana <sighs> roll. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. A one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gas. <laughs> Fuck me. God damn it. <laughs> Oh, I shouldn't have eaten the chicken. Usually chicken's yeah. a good go-to, but not there. Yeah. Mm, not that no. chicken. Bad mm. chicken. The sensation becomes more insistent after a while. It sounds like... No, it's probably just gas. Bad chicken. I didn't eat anything. I didn't <laughs> order any food. Oh, it's the garbage popcorn. It's the, <laughs> it's the garbage. Oh, maybe Tirza was right about the garbage oh, popcorn. God. I'm not going to tell her, though. I can't let her know that she was correct. <laughs> oh, I know I'm correct about the garbage popcorn. <laughs> uh, uh, wrong. Sid, at what point do you wake up in the morning? Um, I feel like I didn't sleep super well. Um, so I don't think I, it takes me that long. I don't think I sleep in super late. Okay. Do you think you wake up before Grawl? Uh, it's possible. Um, I don't know when Grawl's going to wake up. I mean, I usually take my watch last, so sleeping in is weird. True. That is true. But does that mean you take advantage of it now that you're not doing watches? Plus, he's got really bad gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's what woke Sid up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the most he's on the horrendous oh. rip of a fart. Yeah. <laughs> we got it all. On the sheets on. at the end of the bed flare up slightly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're all adults. Only the farts, only man. highbrow comedy on this uh, podcast. Uh, <laughs> well, did you open a window? Um, no. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. God, that's funny. <laughs> I, I would say that Grawl would normally wake up earlier, but maybe. Uh, See, I, w I want to wake up before... before yeah, th then uh, declare it so. It. Okay! Sid wakes up before Grawl. Waking up, you are immediately struck by the smell, but after that... Um, <laughs> <laughs> the chicken, then. Some of that garbage popcorn. Oh, boy. <laughs> should be used to this by now. We've shared a tent for, like... Months. You're not sure if the tent. like rolling around and bleeding from the face was worse than this. 
Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Eventually, as you make your way towards the entrance of the room, just being like, oh, what did that boy eat? Um, yeah. Stormbeers are muttering like, I'm glad I don't have a nose. Yeah, you should be. Oof. You see that a slip of paper has been pushed underneath the door. Okay. I pick it up. I, I see that it gets pushed under, or I I it, find it? You find it, yes. Okay, 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 okay. That's important. Okay, I pick it up. I look at it. You see that it says, Someone's been jumping to green rocks. It's about time they were pulled down. Someone's been jumping to green rot? Green it's... rocks. You would know that this is street slang. Jumping to green rocks refers to moving towards one of the floating island neighborhoods in Green Terrace. It's a, been it's a slang term for climbing in status or wealth. Moving above your station, if it's used derogatorily. Okay. Okay. And it's just at the bottom, marked with J.M. J.M. What is it? Jeffethy Masters. <laughs> Jeffethy Marshall. Because horses. <laughs> Someone's been jumping. JM. What does JM mean? Would, would I know what that means? What it. Hmm. JM. I, I, open, I open the door and I look out and I see if there's anybody out there. There's nobody in the hallway. GM. Shit, now I gotta go through all my notes. <laughs> uh, As you do, the morning comes, people begin to wake up. Tirza, you find your way back inside eventually. Netta says she will clean up the small impromptu temple as you uh, consider the sword and begin to learn what it has to teach. And may it be a better teacher than Maretsuko was. Mm. Netta is definitely giving you the impression that maybe all of your revelations are the reason why Moretziger was left behind. Because that weapon represented huh. something that was too closely bound to what is understood about the Jarashir, not of what it could be. What you might be leading them towards. She was she who loves silence. That was her name. Um, huh. Interesting. 
yeah, I think um, Tirza. How early did that all go down? Like before dawn. So yeah, I I don't I don't think Tirza goes back to sleep though. I think she. meditates on that idea. <laughs> All right. Cherish, what do you do? I think Cherish does go back to sleep. Um uh and if Tears is not going to go to sleep, I was going to Yeah, I'm not sure where her plans are. So I'll just be like like I'm going to go I'm going to go back to try to go back to sleep. Um but in the morning, uh-huh. Um, I'm just gonna down a trail ration, and I'm gonna I'm gonna head to Nightside from here, from this bedroom. There's a window, right, in the rooms. Yes. Yeah, from the room. So I just probably won't come down. Okay. Sh- should we? I mean, where should we meet you? I doubt we're staying here tonight again. Good. Oh, wait, we still have those uh, stones, uh, uh, the walkie-talkie stones, yeah? Mm-hmm. They oh, only work 500 area? feet or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, I couldn't remember what the range was on that one. I keep mixing up the, the whether we, we didn't, got the mileage. We didn't get the good ones. <laughs> You got yeah. the, <laughs> the, the pretty good one. Okay you got ones. the stones of messaging, not the like sending stones. They're, yes. the, they're the stones of far speech, is what they are technically called. Yeah. Um. Well, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, I'm probably going to be an eagle, so I could probably find you. It doesn't sound like the greatest plan, actually, now that it's left my mouth. I'm very tired, Tirza. Um, That's fair. You witnessed a yeah, yeah, ritual. Um, it was probably very yeah. Mm. Well, I guess it depends. Are you guys okay? Fine, I'll come down in the morning and we'll talk about it. That seems like the best. You should probably go to sleep. I'll, I'll, yeah, <laughs> sleeping in my clothes, <laughs> take my, kick my boots off and just like, okay, mm-hmm. nighttime. Sid, are you doing anything else after you find the note? Um, I, I'm trying to, I'm racking my brain trying to think of who or what it, it could be like I don't know if I'm if if it's for me or give me a history check at disadvantage because I'm already so good at that mm. it probably is for you uh two. You have no idea. J.M. And why would they sit? 
It's really weird. Uh, can I go down to the um, bar? Uh, down to the to the bar. Sure. You see uh, Darren Dunn's slumbering form. I'm going to say that Sid is coming down after Tirza and uh, Cherish have already like re-gotten themselves back up. This is you're probably like yeah. looking at seven, eight in the morning. It's still pretty dark outside, but uh, the inn is starting to come to life with people getting up early and getting breakfast. Um, as I go downstairs, is anybody looking at me? Do I notice anybody noticing that I enter? You see a couple of people, like, look up and turn around as they hear you, like, coming down the stairs. Um, okay. But just, just harmless glances, just seeing who... Give me a the... perception check. Uh, that would be an 18. You will see what looks like a pretty small kid slip out the front door as soon as you come downstairs. Okay. Can I go out the front door and see where the kid is going? Sure. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I poke my head out. Do I see the the kid? Yes, you see the kid walking right up to a pair of Haven Guard, turning and pointing towards you. <laughs> uh, get oh wrecked. <laughs> this sucks. This sucks so bad. I the two Haven Guard are, like, looking from the kid up to you. And one of them will shout, Oi! I point at me. What, me? So you sit Amberlite. <laughs> I step out. I say, yeah. What of it? You're under arrest. Stay right where you are. As they pull out truncheons and manacles, they will come forward <sighs> towards you and say, nah. you're under arrest for unlawful seizure from House Thornway. Remain where you are. And I well, think it is there that we are going to end tonight's no. episode well, of Material Components. Well. Michael? Which one am I talking about? Michael? But it's his sword. Because as always, you can find us on Twitter at MattComRPG. We also have an email address, which is MaterialComponentsRPG at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners, especially when I pull backstory shenanigans like this. Hey, we're we need to teach this random kid the Stormhaven number one rule: snitches get stitches. <laughs> that oh kid's getting God. slapped. <laughs> um, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. Um, is this what is this the the like the people you stole Stormpiercer back from? Maybe. <laughs> okay, because like I was under the impression when we were building this world that like you just get to have your your forge bond item because like not, it's what? not when you're poor. 
This world is stupid. Yeah. Or Grawl. Grawl. Yeah, fucking what? Well, okay, but he's from a different culture. He's from a different culture. Yeah. So it's different. We have to be respectful of that. Of course, there it's are, also fucked up that he doesn't get to have his. Okay, I'm just going to say that, too. It, there are some um, people... This is bullshit, and I'm going to be your lawyer. I'm your barrister, so have fun with that. Yeah, okay. This isn't going to go well. No. <laughs> Where no, can not. people find the rest of y'all? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can Who find me talked? on uh, Twitter at cryoutolivia. Um... JM is James Moriarty. I will not be convinced <laughs> otherwise. Uh, I refuse to believe any other theory, but come tell me yours anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, it's uh, it, you, you made the joke earlier. It's his stepson, Jeffy Moriarty. <laughs> Jeffy Moriarty. No. <gasps> oh my right god. In front of us the entire time. The whole time. Um, anyways. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, the Readimus. That's T H E R E E D I M U S. Um, uh, tell me better things I should have eaten from the trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girls are a little raccoon. <laughs> oh, I love him. <laughs> little, little trash panda. Little trash uh-huh. panda. <laughs> will one day rule the valley. It's fine. <laughs> um. Uh, I am not on social media. Um, I- I'm very, I'm uh, feeling a lot uh, <laughs> right now. It's mostly anger uh, and gas. But uh, instead of contacting me uh, and you know whatever you would do with that, I don't know social media. I'm an old person. Um, what you can do with that energy is. Uh, go to whatever platform that you are consuming our show and, you know, leave us a little review. Let us know what you think. Um, we love hearing from everybody. Um, so please, please do that. It helps us out a lot. And uh, an extra thing that you can do, include in um, in the review title uh, that uh, name of an NPC that you'd like to put in the show. Um, so... Um, yeah, it could be whatever. We'll put them in. They could be a big part of the campaign. They could be a little part. Who knows? Um, I am now yeah. accepting names that have J and M in them. Jeffy Moriarty is probably hey, not going to go through, been though. Filled. J.M. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. Okay, wait. You guys, wait, 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 wait. You guys, we can do this. We can make this happen. Submit yes. your review and yes. put... Jeffy Moriarty in the title. We Guys, can make it happen. It, it can't I'm be anyone from this cast. Right no, 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 Reed. It can't be anyone from the cast. It's got to be. No, I I'm I'm speaking I... to our wonderful audio list. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I'm leaving it up to you, audience members. Please do this. <laughs> Tony, Tony Big, Tony Biglio, a long, long, uh, forgotten call out. You're listening. Yeah, I'm sure uh, you would love that. <laughs> Elliot, where would people find you? Um, I already oh. said, but I could say it again if you want. Did you? Yeah, yep. yeah, I oh. went first. Sorry, I'm completely blank. <laughs> now Cause... I might be just a simple uh-huh. country lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I might be a simple hyper chicken. Um... <laughs> oh. 
Okay. Uh, in that case, you can find me on Twitter at MKGergoni, uh, where you can come shout at me at all of the strange backstory foibles that I'm throwing at my characters now. Uh, I am enjoying it so, so much. It gives me so much joy. Um, and, of course, you can find our good, good friend Omatep over on Twitter at NPC underscore AN, because even when he is not being accused of theft, uh, he is, of course, an important NPC. Um, and just for quick reference, uh, this upcoming Saturday, as you listen to this, uh, as of the release of this episode, I should say, is the season finale of Dreadwood Fairy Tales, the, the last of the... Uh, show I am running over on the Greyhawk channel uh, with many a good players, including our very own Elliot Lewis. Uh-huh. And uh, because of podcast time travel, I will have no idea um, what is about to happen. So <laughs> I'm about as lost as you. Indeed. <laughs> uh, you can catch up with all the episodes of Dreadwood Fairy Tales over at the Greyhawk channel's Twitch page, and you can catch up with most of them over on YouTube. Um, but yeah, I've been having such a good time with Redwood Fairy Tales. It is such a weird ass show that I have loved the heck out of uh, running so and uh, having players who are having such a good time. Uh, yeah, due to podcast travel, time travel, we've just done the uh, the pen pen ultimate uh, episode, and uh, so looking forward yeah. to seeing how this thing wraps up because even I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, y'all, as always, the world is chaos, so please be kind to one another. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.